Well, gentlemen, the snow is falling. Uh, you know what that means, Danny. What? You're about to fall. I don't fall in the snow. You I, do yeah. fall in the snow. Well, I, I've hey. fallen. I, I tend not to. I have history. I'm going to be at the scene of the crime next week. I, is there a little plaque there? We should get one installed. This is where Danny fell and Tony left you in the snowbank. Yeah, I think we were talking it was 2017? 18. 18. 18. Yeah. Mm. Blizzard on section Saturday. Go back to the fourth game at big. I get out of the car. Where my Red Wings? Misjudged the snowbank and curb. Went to kind of skip. And that skip just face planted. Down. And then I looked behind me. Tony wasn't there anymore. All you saw was my taillights. <laughs> and then people are like, are you Gone. okay? And I'm like, got the wind knocked out of me. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm okay. Fine. <laughs> and the reason this is even a story, because I wouldn't have cared either way, is you showed me your knee the following Sunday. It was double its size. It was, oh, oh it, it looked like you blew out a knee. Todd was know. actually very nice. Todd was in the concessions that yeah, big. Yeah, he probably gave you a bag of ice. Yeah. And some compassion. I gave you nothing. Tony, Tony not to be seen. <laughs> nothing to be seen. So And then, you know, and then the first time Danny's girlfriend went to the state tournament, she fell in a slush puddle. So it was really a yeah. match made in heaven. Yeah, you guys fell for each other. Oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Um not good there, but, but I'm going to come back strong here, okay? So today's opening, you guys are going to like, and well, I've been saving it and saving it and saving it. You can't hear it. Carl, I'm going to do my best to let you hear it. I'm going to put my headphones up to the microphone so you can hear our opening. You want to kick off the year? This is going to be a great year. I'm okay. excited for the year. I'm okay, preseason show. Here we go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Boys High School Rink of Fire podcast. Tonight's pod is sponsored by Jack's Cafe, three generations of great food for any special occasion. The Red and Black League, the largest boys and girls high school league in Minnesota. And Summit Orthopedics, 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities and specialists ready to treat any sports injury. And now, here's Danny, Carl, and Tony. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire It's all about the money. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I played it for mm -hmm. another guy today earlier, and he's like, "That's the guy from the state tournament." That is Jim Carroll. It sure is. Thank you, Jim Carroll, for uh, your intro. He's introing this show, and obviously, he does the double A girls too. So he's gonna he read the preview intro for our girl show that will kick off tomorrow as well. I'm excited for it. Carl gets a new bit emoji for the cover as well, Carl. So. Oh yeah, you've been, we, we added some I'm color. Scared. We added some color to your now. face. <laughs> I'm not a total vampire now. No, Good. no, you look better. You look Slight better. So vampire. It's rolling. It's rolling. Mm -hmm. So we got a lot of ground to cover here tonight, and we got to get it done in one hour and fifty six minutes. So we'll let's try. get her. Let's get her going. Carl's got to be. Go. 
somewhere down at uh, eight bells. So, Danny, are you running the news? Carl's running the Carl's news. Carl's running the news. And news and nugs. Yeah. And it's sponsored by Jack's Cafe. So, Jack's Cafe right. is a new sponsor this year. Love Jack's Cafe. One of the most premier and historic steakhouses in the uh, Minneapolis and located in the Northeast. Excellent, excellent food. Look forward to them all year. Maybe do some on-site stuff this year. We'll do at least one for sure. Um, a couple things they wanted to talk about um, is a banquet. Like, seriously, don't bring mm. your year-end banquet to... The Y. Like, the Y, or to Chuck E. Cheese or Carboni's. Uh, no offense to them. No, but oh, they just, oh, it's whatever. Oh. The, the church basement, <laughs> like, you know, class it up a little bit. Bring it to Jack's. They have a beautiful banquet facility. It's super cool. First class service. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. So think about a banquet. If you're a team manager, if you're a captain's mom or dad and you're listening, consider Jack's Cafe for a banquet this year. And obviously, if you could uh, mention that you listened to it on the pod, that would be awesome. It would be awesome. Um, what do we got for news today, boys? Sure. So last time we got together, about two weeks ago, we went through a bunch of players who were staying and going, but there are a couple who are kind of hanging out there that we weren't totally sure about. So let's talk about the big three. Uh, big three, uh, Tanner Ludke. Uh, you got your microphone on over there, Kayla, uh, the, the our, our official voice of the Lakeville South Cougars is not <laughs> coming back. And he gone. He gone. Um, any comments on him? I know he's nice. Is he still nice? I mean, I'd oh, like yeah. to know because nice. I'm guessing <laughs> oh, that's not before the show. She had this long knife out. I, did I hate that. Tanner Nutke. I hate him. Yeah, it, no. very Traitor. Hitchcock like. Yeah. <laughs> she did not do that. And I did yes, not. and I don't nice. think you should make me an official voice of anything. Why? <laughs> I think you're fantastic. I think you're doing great. My uh, knowledge is very limited. Uh, you're doing great on our stuff. I'm getting huge compliments each each show. Um, all right, uh, Cooper Conway uh, via a Twitter post this week was reported as coming back to Andover. Let's go, Yay. defending champs. Could we just put him at one? And leave them at one until they're unseated. I, I, no, don't. I don't can neither spawn. confirm nor deny that. Okay. Yeah. And then finally, this is a weird one. Um, we'll call uh, Landon Gunderson from the runner-ups. Um, Maple Grove. Maple Grove. He would be still uncertain whether he's coming back. I know he suffered a lower body injury in Madison. Um, I've been reported that he may or may not return. Uh, still 50-50. Um, I do have some news here. I'll get to it in just a second. Um, uh, let's see. Because it just rolls into the cell phone. My cell phone's usually dry, Carl, as Tony reads. Uh, I think I would say why what I'm reading right now, it's kind of cryptic because it's written by a Finlander, um, that, uh, that it might be coming back. I think, I think I'll go Gunderson is 70, 30. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's a very bold statement. No I wish what. I could read it on the air, but I can't. It's pretty yeah. bold. Um. So cool. I would I would still put him at sixty forty coming back. Okay. But injured until maybe yeah. mid December or something. I don't know how long he'll be injured for. So we'll just leave it at that. Um. I think there's some cool stuff coming up this year as far as new offerings uh, from a media perspective obviously our friday night ice is one product that's getting a lot of yeah love but uh there's new stuff going on in thanksgiving what's going on there 
Well, yeah, so apparently uh, new tournaments have become a big thing. So we have a series of you know, tournaments over Thanksgiving. Uh, well, of course, the opener still will be one of our main attractions down in Bloomington. Uh, the long-standing Wyzetta turkey cross also continue to run with Wyzetta and Moorhead and Edina and Maple Grove. So great preview of top teams there. And we've got something called the Tonka Thanksgiving preview, which I think Danny confirmed uh, premiered last year, but um, to sort of to to no and no one noticed. But now now it's actually a real thing, and we we've caught on. So that has Minnetonka, Andover, Chanhassen, and Rochester Mayo. Rochester Mayo. Here's a question: Did did do Minnetonka and Andover play in this, or do they miss each other? Minnetonka and Andover do play on Saturday oh. night. I know, mm-hmm. I know. Saturday night too, so it's like the night game. Wow, that's that's the championship of Turkey Trot. That's uh, Duluth champ- East, Duluth. No, Duluth East. It's Lakeville, North Chaska. Yeah, that's a three. Okay. The, the, you, you can make it to East St. Thomas and make it to one of those championships. Yeah. But there's yep. other stuff going on at that same time that is right. also pretty mm-hmm. juicy. Yep. Um, we'll yep. get to that uh, later. There's, yeah. Yep. There, there's a Centennial Holiday Tournament, which features Centennial, Blaine, Stillwater, and Eastview. Which isn't a bad. That's not bad. Form. Yeah, that's a I good, like pretty that. decent team. B-level B teams. Yep, B-plus teams. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then there is some Class A thing, which Danny will explain. So I think it's called the Charity Shield Classic. Don't ask. Um, Moose Lake, Red Wing, Monticello, Little Falls, Northfield, Monomedi, Two Rivers, formerly known as Sibley, and Highland Park all play at Tria. In a one-game type thing? I think it's just like one game, they play their opponent. Next day, they play a different opponent. You pay more money because you see more teams. That's what I think is going on. Okay. All right. That, those are some. They did something like this last year, too. It just it wasn't really all together. This it, year, it seems like it has a name, kind of like the Tonka one. Like, I went to Tonka um, last year to see Andover versus Rozo, and I didn't know that I was going to a tournament. Which right. Was well, it's not funny. really a tournament. It's yeah. just got a banner outside, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, you could you could hang a banner. No, no. you could hang nope. a banner from the Centennial no. Holiday Tournament. No, no. if you want, no if you won that, I, no. I think that banners you know. are not allowed in What's December. What's next? What's next? I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> let's, let's talk about uh, TV. Looks like um, Valley Sports North is coming through with a bunch of uh, games on TV this year, which is uh, always great to see. So it looks it, like we have if that is if you of them have boys and girls. That is if you have that service. Yes, I mean. That's, but, <laughs> I mean, I'm not ripping Valleys because I think it's fantastic. Yeah. The more, yeah. you know, higher quality yeah. production value to high school hockey, not ripping. But I still go back to the, to. I don't have that. I don't have cable anymore. And mm-hmm. I could not watch yep. Hockey Day Minnesota. And I don't think I'm the only one who doesn't yeah, have, I'm, yeah. right? I'm, I'm in the same boat. So, yeah. but, and I'm not, this isn't just YHH. Many, many providers are on YouTube, which is free mm-hmm. and full. You can have full access to it on, on YouTube. So um, I will, I think this year, I'm going to break down and get um, a Bally's membership. Does that something. come with like DirecTV? Yeah, it does. There's a Bally's, there is a direct TV streaming service, so I just kind of got to ditch Hulu and sign up for. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. and I'm YouTube I'm okay with nice. that. I'm okay, but with it doesn't that. have Bally's. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway, they, they've, they've got some good games. They've got Moorhead and Andover week two. 
got a couple of Donna Classic games. I've yep. got uh, the old St. Thomas game. They got the Minnetonka Andover uh, Girls game, don't they? Yep. Oh, that's a good yep. Um, Minnetonka Wyzetta, Andover Maple Grove. So some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw those games. They're good. They're good. So they actually grab good ones. Yeah. Not like Tartan versus, the, you know. I would argue, league. though, I would argue some of those rivalry, those neighborhood rivalry games are really good. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, yeah. I still they say, I tell you guys all the time, the Kennedy-Jefferson game, because they're even opponents. Mm-hmm. Full barns, a lot of passion. I'll take that any day. Yep. Um, what other news and nugs do we got? I don't think anything. That's all I got. Yeah, let's let's move on. That's all. Oh, I got. it's good times now. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's is this time Carl's to... Class Two A rankings brought to you by Summit Orthopedics. Summit Orthopedics, another new sponsor, and uh, they're awesome. Uh, great for they have eleven locations in the Twin Cities. Uh, awesome for you know weekend warrior types who have a find some chronic pain all the way down to the youth hockey. Uh, high school hockey. I mean, can we all look at Carl's already, you know, pointing yeah, at his yeah, sore elbow, orthopedic, bad yeah. ankles. I had shoulder well, We're going to beat him up in a couple minutes. Yeah, Carl may need Summit Orthopedics in a few minutes after we rip him. You know who else is going to need is is our Class A guy, Eric. Um, geez, what's his last name? I totally forgot. Look, Eric Bruce. <laughs> I knew his two first names. Eric Bruce, our Class A guy. Uh, he's going to get so wait, is the Class A guy? It's the Class A the guy. Class A guy? He has a name? He has a name. And I'll he's tell a real you, human. I'll tell you more about him they do when exist. we get to Class A rankings. He's, I'm excited for this. He is unbelievable. I had I talked to him for half an hour today, and I, I'll share the details of our conversation when we get to Class A. But thanks to Summit Orthopedics for their sponsorship. Let's hear it, Carl. So uh, one thing, Carl, um, don't break down why you have the team there. We're going to do uh, section breakdowns in a little bit. So um, just mm-hmm. so read I, them I'm off. just getting your, your reaction noises and that's it. Are we getting 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? Which would you like? I don't. I, do I we normally do st- we start at 1. Let's start at 1. We start at 1. Okay. So Kayla will rock out the uh, graphic with each of your picks here. Number 1. Mm-hmm. We number know what one. one is. It's Andover. Yeah, it's it's got to be. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Okay. Number two. Maple Grove. Maple Grove. Yeah, Maple yeah. Grove. Now okay. it's interesting. Uh, number uh, three. Cream. Uh, I, I think it's going to be Rogers. Nailed it. Rogers. Yes, oh, okay. Rogers. They are going to be so pissed at you. <laughs> they want to be. They want to be like fourteen. They want to like sneak into this. Oh, I'm like, dude, you have so. Eden Prairie is fourteen. We know this. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hot take. That is a hot take. No, they really uh, like. Oh, they're like doing the old "woe is me" thing. I'm like, no, Rogers, no. There is so much talent. Well, they got they, you. they have like you don't get to be the underdog anymore. They have uh, the, the Bantam class last year is fantastic. Their senior class is fantastic. They got Wait, kids. They, they got, are the underdog. They are not Maple the Grove is number two. No, yeah, right. They are. <laughs> they are neck and neck. It's They're even the third, uh, second, third underdog. Are they all in the their same conference? conference? Yeah, the Northwest Suburban. Look is, at that! Looks oh. like the Lake Conference. Yeah, yeah. circa. I, I, if this I'm were 2018, right? Yeah, yep. I love it. Okay, all right, let's keep going. Power shifting north. But number four is Lakeville South. Even without oh, Tanner. Even without Tanner. That's a 
That's a oh, big. That's an eyebrow razor over there. I don't know about that one, but we'll. we'll um, I think they're more of a six, but I, I, I want to hear what else you got. I say. think Creighton's got to be up here soon. Dinah's got to be there too. So keep going. Number five, Minnetonka. Oh, I forgot about them. Ooh. Yeah, I would put Minnetonka at four. Because we don't, just because we don't know. We know they have a lot of talent, but we don't mm-hmm. have any delivery yet. Yeah. Yeah. All juniors. All right. Number six, Moorhead. Oh, I like that. I knew you would. <laughs> okay. Number seven, Edina. Mm-hmm. Wow, Creighton getting real dunked on. Creighton getting, we're going to be creating yeah, St. I, Thomas here pretty soon. Number eight, Wyzetta. Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah. I like Wyzetta. Shocking. Uh, yeah, shocking. Literally, literally, for the last three years, Wyzetta's been between eight and 12, just hovering around eight and 12. Hasn't mm-hmm. changed. You're Grand Rapids. Yeah, that's even what they are. Even, even in the COVID year. Do yeah. we, do, hang on, wait, wait. Before you continue, oh, we do have one, two, and 18 here. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of uh, Metro bias yep. until you got to Moorhead. Benilde, right. number nine. Are you number gonna... nine? Number nine is Benilde. Yep. And then you're going Creighton at ten. No, Creighton's eleven. Oh, whoa. <laughs> okay, so Creighton's okay. If Creighton's eleven, ten, ten, ten it's ten, a bold one. Ten. Oh, oh, is it St. Thomas? It should no. be. No. Um, bold one. Bold full one. Hill. Eden Prairie Hill. No. Hill. No. What? White Bear. No. Close. They're in the picture, but no. Stillwater? No. No. Gentry? You said close, oh. so I'm just, I'm just throwing it out. Uh, Chanhassen. There you go. Chanhassen. Whoa. 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 Gross. This is Gross. like literally. Like this. Carl is like, like the, this. remember the kid in the neighborhood um, who, you know, would mouth off and then go running into his yeah. house. Yeah. That's what Carl just did. Jim Hassan. And then he's like turn running. Turn off your camera now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turn it off. Just, wow. It's disgusting. Wow. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Carl's yeah. like. No. No. Uh-uh. Still uh, says your name. No, you should they, probably change doesn't that Doesn't Jan Hassan have to play on section Saturday in order to get in your. Yeah. Game? I mean, you literally, they've never won a playoff game. Playoffs. They've never You're won. Talking about playoffs. They've never won a playoff game, and now you have them in the top ten. And this is the. I do. Yeah, they'd be. I still believe they'll be a two seed, maybe a three. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe a three. I think. Uh, Eden, I think Eden Prairie is getting okay. No love here. Creighton, no love. Creighton's eleven. Creighton's eleven. Did you just put them there at fourteen yep. to, to keep the the joke alive? Pretty much, but it's accurate. It's pretty accurate. I think it is. Do yeah. you want to rip them off for us really quick? I'm uh, sure. So, Creighton 11, White Bear 12, Hill 13, Eden Prairie 14. Wow. Hill 15. Why Hill? What, what did Hill ever do to you? Yeah. Yeah. They lost everyone other than Brady and Gibson. They have Ben Miller, don't <laughs> ben they? Ben Miller. They have a really good sophomore and junior class. And they have a good goaltender in Jack talented. Erickson. Yeah, a great and goal. Andrew yeah. Lehner as the backup is pretty good, yeah, too. That, that's a good team. Yeah, they'll be fine. but you know. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll be in the state tournament. They'll be fine. They'll yeah. be fine. They'll play uh, on what, Friday. What, what was 12? What was 12? Yeah, they'll be playing on Friday. Well, White Bear. White Bear. <sighs> okay. 
Okay. I like that. And then 14 EP yeah. and then 15. I don't care after 15. That's St. Yeah. Thomas. Yeah. I, I think that's generous on St. Thomas, but that's just me. Mm, I think they'll. Yeah. Others in the mix are Centennial, Eastview, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Okay. All right. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. That so. That was a lot of fun. I feel like we're back. We, we're ripping on Carl's rankings. <sighs> So um, now we're going to go section by section, kind of break down each section as we traditionally do every year mm-hmm. um, to kind of, we'll start with the class A as we just did the class A rankings. So let's look at one double A. Um, Can we keep going? Smooth, smooth. <laughs> let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Um, so this one double A will primarily be dominated by Lakeville South. That's kind of what we're all seeing. Sure will. Lakeville South returns Ashton Doms, Tate Pritchard, Aiden Willis, Tyler Lafferty. Um, they got a killer schedule. They play Dinah, Maple Grove, Rogers, E.P. Hill, Benilde, Minnetonka, Creighton. All maybe top 15 teams, according to Carl. I thought they were better mm-hmm. than that. Um, but I, that's a pretty good schedule, uh, all in all. And we're going to learn a lot about them. W- you have mm-hmm. them right now at number four, Carl. Why are they so high? And they Jack Hawks running in that good too. Good goalie. Yep, that's 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 one of the reasons. You know, they return good talent everywhere. I mean, they have what looks like six forwards with ten plus points coming back. They have a bunch of D coming back. They have a goalie, so it's like all the pieces are there. There's yeah, no weakness and, here. And, and, and you know, we've talked about this kid on our on our youth show last week, Jackson Ernst, who was a third liner. I mean, mm-hmm. he's literally. Would have been our, he would have been our Bantam yep. Player of the Year last year. So I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. one of the best sophomores in the state. He'll get top six minutes, and he this, there's no drop off. I'm, I'm I'm not saying there's a drop off between Ludke, Tanner and and Ernst, but they're he's a he's backfilling. They're backfilling with some deep talent there, uh, in their ninth grade group from last year. So I I think the concern year over year with this team is they didn't score a lot last year. They struggled with that, even having so many. So much talent. That was one of their things. So I, I would say watch on the you know first weekend, um, see how they start putting up points against Chaska, which they should win easily. Too. Yeah, they will. They'll win yeah. that one easily. Um, but I, they will. I mean, even Chaska will tell you that. I mean, they've been decimated. Um, so it's unfortunate, but. But uh, Lakeville South is. really is the team to watch because if we look over in their brothers in Lakeville North. They lose Zach Ennebeck, Spencer Brosh, Luke Jack, Kyle Dahl's playing in Brismark. Or Bismarck. Yeah, I don't know why. Brismark. New Dannyism. I know, Brismark. And, uh, like, is, that, is that where you get to win the, the Brismick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I just said. <laughs> Carl, a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Doused Danny in cold water. That was good. I uh, like that. I'm, I'm just here for the play-by-play. <laughs> Griffin Kranz does return for Lakeville North, but that's like the only point getter that I saw. Um, Are we saying Mayo could give North a run? We're saying Mayo could give could. North a run this year. They return a whole yep. ton. And that'd mm-hmm. be exciting. Top six scores. Yep. Yeah. Do they play the yeah. section semis on home ice. So like seating uh, is important. Well, they're home ice that are not Graham. Yeah, but yeah, their home ice is Graham. I would be surprised that you don't Do know. They play this. the semis. No, they play the um, 
They play it all. Uh, no, they all, play semis. Yeah, they play semis. They Rex, 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 whatever. Yeah, it's okay. home. It's Homer Ice. It's yeah, but they don't play like at Hasi for the semis. No, no, that would they, be no. that would be a nightmare. <laughs> I think they did during the, the parking pandemic. situation. Yeah, I got double parked last year. I would be triple parked this year. So right. no. Okay. Um, Remember the year they played? I think it was like 2020 before the pandemic where they played the section final at Burnsville. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go, but it was, I saw a video of it. and was like, that is incredible because that barn is so cool. So the one thing about Mayo this year is they do play Tonka, Chanhassen, New Prague, Northfield, and Lakefield North. So we'll, yeah, ha- we'll be- know where they are by the end of the season. Yeah. Too. And, and some of the issues with these Rochester teams in the past is they've, you know, some of the good ones have won 20 games against no one, and then they've played a Lakeville in a real game and gotten slaughtered. But this team will at least know what they're up against. Yeah, and especially early in the season, we'll see them play um, Tonka, so we'll really see where the discrepancy lies with them. Right. I agree. Okay. I agree. Who do you have coming out of one? Anybody want to break? No. It's all Lakeville if, South? If anybody picks against Lakeville South, they're off the show for a week. It's 1,000% Lakeville South yes. off the show yep. for a week. Off the show for, for a week. week. <laughs> and we record you've later. Been, you've been suspended from YHH you've just for been picking. Revoked. <laughs> yes, for picking. Yeah. I'm not picking. No. Okay. I don't know why I just said that, but it was kind of funny. Uh, uh, two AA is really juicy. There's four or five decent teams here. Who do you want me to start with? Go. I don't care. Okay. Let's start with the EP. New coach this year. First time in, what, 29 years? Yes, in, 29 years, maybe 30. I'm not sure if it was 29 or 30. It was a lot. Yeah. And he's happily retired. Coach Lee Smith. retired, yes. Yes. So, uh, new From coach. From teaching and obviously coaching. Yep. But they do return um, some very big studs. Teddy Townsend. Like two of them. Two of them. <laughs> Teddy Townsend. And Ryan Coring, yep. um, who signed his national letter of intent to CC. I don't even know what that means. Anymore. I don't either, so that's why I said I mean, it. I know cool. what it means, but I don't know the validity of what it means is what I'm saying. Yeah. It means you're going to the prom. And I love when people Maybe. I love when people say, well, this is what I mean. So I'm like, no, because I can give you 12 examples of kids who sign the NLI who don't end up at that school. So... Yep. Coach Twiggy's got those guys, but he also loses Ryan Andor and Jake Luloff, who are two of their top scorers last year. Obviously, EP's schedule is loaded. It always is. They play the Lake Conference, so got Tonka, Wyzetta, Edina twice, Benild, Creighton, Matamidi, Hermantown, Lakeville South, Grand Rapids, Hill Murray, Stillwater, playing in hockey for life as well. So, like this, and in the Champions Tradition Cup. Holiday Invitational. Okay, right. that's going to take some practice. I know. Okay. Better uh, than Brismark. <laughs> that's a great location. <laughs> Book your flights. It's half off. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, but, yeah, obviously probably one of the better schedules in the whole state. Um, always yeah. traditionally one of them. Um, Carl, you had these guys at 14. Any? Yeah, I, I think it's kind of. Even though it's a new regime, it's kind of a classic Eden Prairie team in that they need their stars to carry them. I and mean, they don't have the depth of the committed talk or can pass in this section, but they've got two stars who can carry them, and they've got some, some young talent filling in, but that's kind of who they are. 
Um, they have a Bantam Player of the Year finalist, um, Mo, on their team coming up. Um, yep. uh, kid is unbelievable. He is like a mini Teddy Townsend. I mean, he will he will be in your top six, and he's a freshman. Um, okay. He's run out. He's one of those got a weird birthday where he's run out of Bantam eligibility, and he'll be he'll be right there. He's fast, can light the scoreboard up. Um, you'll like him immediately, Danny. Well, that's good. Um, and I, I think, you know, EP is definitely going to be a team that we'll be watching throughout the year just because they play so many good teams, too. Yeah, and this is the old sophomores or juniors. How did they progress? Well, no. and this is that sophomore class won state as Peewees, right? Peewees, but and got beat in the first round as Bantams in state. Okay, so it, it does have a lot of talent there. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see how it matures into this year. Yep. Too. And not many have they only missed one player from that PV team. I mean the yeah. core is yeah. there. Is yeah. definitely there. And if you add in Mo, Matt Mo wasn't on that team, I don't think. No. So I mean that's a great trade. I mean, I'm telling you that kid is this kid's unbelievable. Um Minnetonka, so they return qu- with heavy quotation marks Sam Sheets. <laughs> or add add uh, um, add add Javon Moore, um, Gavin Gary, and Hagen Burrows, um, kind of round out the sophomore studs. Going to be juniors this year. Speaking of the 2019 Pee Wee tournament, <laughs> holy <laughs> smokes! Literally, let's call a spade a spade here. I mean, Javon and um, Sheets played for Chaska Chan. Hagen Burrows played for. Orno, I mean the move-in. It's a slate of move-ins. Come on down. I mean, it's. I'm. I'm. I'm just telling you the facts. I'm not giving you my opinion. You can make your own opinions from this. If you live in a city adjacent to Lake Minnetonka, you can attend Minnetonka High School. That's what I've. I've learned this. You can, Um, and it's not exclusive to the boys. Let's just say that. They lose a couple players, Reed Hannes, uh, Tim Lagerbach, um, just due to graduation. But again, have one of the best schedules in the state because the Lake Conference, you know, helps with that. But they also play Andover, Moorhead, Chanhassen, Grand Rapids, Hill Murray, Rogers, Lakeville South. It's a loaded schedule. Yeah. Yeah. No arguments there. I think they're the the favorite. Um, By a mile. Now (laughs) – Carl, you have them all the way up to number five. And this is a team that lost in the semifinals last year of sections. They did, yep. But I think it's just a matter of what they have returning and adding. We didn't even mention uh, Kresbach from Mound. Yeah. 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 Um, So great stockpile of talent. They were all the good players for sophomores last year. So, again, as we were talking about with Eden Prairie, taking that step forward, um, the talent's there. Um, And if they all stick around, look out next year. But it's a great core. Right. So let's look next to Carl's number 10 team in the state, um, Chan yeah. Hassan. So Chan Hassan, who do they not return, Carl? Uh, there's like someone down like 10th on the scoring list here who isn't there. 10th. <laughs> so that's it. 10th. You have to go to 10th on the scoring list. Wow. So this is a team that is loaded. You, Tyler Smith, Gavin Eulenkamp, um, Caden Lee. Give you a little golf clap on getting. Okay, thank you. Eulenkamp's name. Jack right? Chris, Evan Miller, <laughs> Jake Rich, right? Right? Huh? Huh? Sure, huh? you're huh? all right. You're okay, all right. 
Uh, oh. they, they do have a, a better schedule than Chan traditionally has. Um, they play Andover this year. They play Tonka. They play Lakeville South. They play White Bear Lake, Benilde, because conference, mm-hmm. and Shakopee, actually, outside of conference play, which in, is kind of interesting. In section, though. In section play. Yep. So, um, but this is a team that returns everybody. Carl, what's the highest you've had Chan before this? Not very high. Did they ever get the top 25? Yeah, I think they've broken in. Ooh, maybe. I I personally think 10's a little early for them, and I want to see what they can do first. I agree with that. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I had a chance to take. Oh, oh. Um, they did also add a goalie from, goalie from Holy Family, Cam Hendrickson, who was where in the 2019 <laughs> Pee Wee State Tournament playing for who? Minnetonka. So it's just just this constant <laughs> was, was there a swirl. Trade? Yeah. Yeah. There's a swirl. It's a crazy swirl yeah. of players in that Lake Minnetonka District Six Section Two zone. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. So Holy Family also returns a lot from last year. Yeah. Parker Osborne, Mason Grinnell, Drew Roloffs, Keegan Shugel. Um, it's a team that does have a lot of talent coming back. They lose Nick Flood, their leading scorer. They lose a goaltender as well, as you just noted. But they play St. Thomas, Edina, East Grand Forks, Stillwater, Andover, Gentry, Blake. But that's including their right conference normal cupcake schedule. So it, it mm-hmm. is a little bit interesting with that. So they, they do have a good schedule. They will be tested. They play Edina first Monday of the um, – Second week. Yeah, it's good. Um, and then the other team that I had uh, to note in this section was Shakopee. Um, yep. Obviously lose Colt Bumgardner to a uh, private Benilde. school, Benilde. Uh, but they return Jackson Vogel, Cooper Simpson, Carson Steinoff. I mean, all those kids are, what, freshmen or sophomores? Freshmen. <laughs> like, they, they're young kids are oh, going to get some great ice be, time. This whole team is going to be freshmen and sophomores. And so, and plus the addition of a little bit tougher schedule, a little meat on the bone. They play yep. Chan, Holy better. Family, Lakeville South twice because of their conference, um, Hermantown, mm-hmm. and Gentry. That's pretty good. And based on the one game I saw them play last year, Lakeville South and and Shockbeat, they're, they're practically hugging in the handshake line between the coaches. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't getting along very well. It's just no. And so, and then teams that have kind of fallen off the map, and this one would be Chaska and Prior Lake. Prior Lake. Yeah. Did yeah, you guys I mean, see, speaking of news yeah. nuggets, did you see that Matt Denman was added to the Prior Lake staff today? It's about time. Hmm. You know, the other Matt – that's on their coaching staff. He's a little oh, weak. Yeah, weak it's, so. it's a math upgrade. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't play D one. No, but uh, yeah, is he didn't leave though? Did he, Matt? No. Okay, all right. I was like, it's an upgrade. Regardless. Yeah, adding him. I, I will say this, and this is going to be a super trivial note on Matt Denman. He was obviously on the staff. He he was a frequent member of the combine staff that we coach our kids down at the uh, U. And he was on the staff. His teams. Never lost. I swear, like in three summers, there were whatever, uh, six games. He was probably like 17 and one as a coach. 
And, and like, <laughs> there'd be like a long jump. His kids would win the long jump. Like every, every, he, the guy was like the luckiest or the best coach I've ever seen. Yeah. So well, I think there's actually something to him coming back there. I mean, I'm not saying. If they're an the eight combine. win team, I would be shocked. Tony. Right. But I'm just saying, I think he's going to bring kind of a winning attitude to the team. And I, I and I, the kid's an awesome kid too, by the way, a great hire by coach Pancrantz. Okay. Who do we got coming out of this section? This one, again, is a toss-up like last year. It's not as much of a toss-up, I wouldn't say. I think it leans uh, Minnetonka, but anybody want to take anybody else? Um, not, there are no suspensions if you take someone here. I, I still think I'm going Tonka. Carl? I mean, I feel like this is going to be a bit now. I, I need to defend my Chan Hassan at number 10, so I might as well wow. be that. What? Okay. Holy... It's a bit for sure, but is this kind of like your YZ a bit? Yep. Is this so kind of like your YZ yep. a bit? Uh, yeah, Chan Hassan's yeah, going to. Well, except there's there's historical evidence for the YZ a bit. This is surely a win. So, so Chan Hassan, let me see if I got this right. So they're in the Ch- Saturday morning trap game already. They're so pencil it in. Ch- Chan Hassan is going to go from zero playoff wins yep. to three playoff wins in one fell swoop. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's how it happens. It's happening right now. Wow. Okay, Tonka Tonka wins this section. I'm going he with. He should it. be suspended for that. Yeah. Okay. You can he mute. Your... Be, but I'm not saying you are. But Kayla, there's, there's, Kayla can mute you. I'm going to submit this take to the take committee and see if you get mm, back okay. next week. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I eagerly await the ruling. <laughs> All right. Three double A. So we have Taka Taka Chan. Yeah. We all hate Eden Prairie. All hate EP. Um, three double A. Let's start with Creighton. They're the front runners in this section. They lose a lot. They lose a, an all world goaltender in Marco Bellic. Um, they lose Drew Fisher, uh, Metro Player of the Year. They lose the Sandrials or Sandrials or whatever they're called. So it rhymes with Montreal. Sure. And so they are gone. Um, but they do return uh, Jake Fisher, Colton Jamison, Attila Lapai. Three D1 commits. Yeah. That's crazy. And they will probably even have more than that. But, you know, three D1 commits only get you to number 11 in Carl's rankings. Um, they have upgraded their schedule. They, yeah. they play St. Thomas twice, EP, Hermantown, Benil, Lakeville South, Wyzetta, Maple Grove. Any – See how Lakeville South schedule here? They're cross-referenced with a lot of teams. Yep. Um, so is Creighton. Yeah. So is Creighton too. I I like this team. I think this team has a, a chip on their shoulder after last year, and a lot to prove after Alex Bump just destroyed them in the um, quarterfinals. Right. Yeah, that might be why I'm sour on them. But I also think that that Creighton has possibly the Alex Bump this year with with Jake Fisher. He has definitely proved himself in the elite league, and the, really, he, he's D one, like you said. If he's he's not committed yet, but he will. Oh, Jake Fisher, yeah, he's committed to Northern Michigan. Oh, like his brother. His no. brother's not committed. Okay, to so Michigan. I had that as a mistake. Yep. So flipped, yeah, flipped in my notes. Um, so yeah, this is it's a very very good team. I couldn't agree more. Um, I'm interested here your take on what St. Thomas brings to the table. So St. Thomas lost, but never had Max Nagel last year. <laughs> yeah. How sad is that? Yeah. That was a bad 
bad situation. Tyler Graham, uh, also a big, important loss for yep. them up front. And Will Scahan on the decor. Yep. Um, yeah. Lost goaltenders, but really didn't have any great goaltending last year. Return Tommy Cronin, Zach Hauer, and um, mm-hmm. Dietz is in town now from Hudson. Yep. Um, obviously, it, decent schedule. Play Creighton twice, Moorhead, Edina twice, which is interesting. Yep. Edina has two twices on their schedule, St. Thomas and Hill Murray, Murray. which is weird. Um, and then uh, they play. They good. love it. Both coaching staffs, Kurt and yeah. Billy Lechner, they yeah, love they, it. They do. They play Although there's like been three goals scored in the last five years in that series. <laughs> <laughs> All by Hill. They play Benilde, um, Hill, Mott, Hermantown, Maple Grove, Stillwater. It's a good schedule. It could still be a 500 team. It really could be. I don't. It 500? De- I would say 15 win team. Okay, not I'll 500. I'll give 15 wins. I'll say 500, no. And I, 500 the only reason is, it'll be 500 is because that's the way Rand wants it. Rand picks his record. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, my, my St. Thomas point was going to be, I'm just going to say, St. Thomas people are going to give you some advice on how to watch a Mike Randolph team. Like, you will see a lot of things in December. Put no stock in them. They mean nothing. <laughs> By late January, you'll know which way the team is trending. Then you'll know what's going to happen. And it's usually trending up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we'll see how it, it, you know, shakes out. But right now, it, they are the clear probably 2-3 in this section. Because if you look at Eastview, they return a ton as well. They, yeah. they Their whole team pretty much is back, except for Jordan Larkey, uh, John Kirsch, uh, Zach Wooten, Jordan Brothers, Charlie Ortman. I mean, this is a team that's pretty loaded, and they have a – better schedule than they did last year as well. They play Blaine, Centennial, St. Thomas, Creighton, White Bear, Gentry, Lakeville South Conference, and Minnetonka. And they have arguably one of the best up-and-coming coaches in Aaron Fulton in the state. So I think that – I almost think that uh, Eastview deserves some some love inside the top 20. Oh, yeah, I – I gave them serious top 15 consideration. Okay, good. Good, because I think they deserve some definite love. Mm-hmm. That's a team I got to go see in the first two weeks. It's a definite team that I think puts St. Thomas as either 2-3. I think they're flip-floppable uh, right now yep. with both And they of always them. play each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they will. Right away, yep. So, East few I add to my – Deal. All right, what do we got? I don't have any other teams in this section. I don't think there's any other teams of note. Um, so who do we yeah. got coming out of this section? Uh, I, I've already lean, I'm leaning on Creighton. I'm leaning on Creighton too. But boy, I already know what Carl's going to say. You two are never creative. <laughs> okay, okay, Chan Hassan. There you go. <laughs> say what you want oh, to I, say. I, I already know. Can I just do it? The car? Can I do it for you? Yeah, you can do it. Can't bet against Rand. Mike I'm going to St. Thomas Academy. <laughs> right? But you'll yeah, have, like, I'll bigger, like, Georgetown words in there. You'll have, yeah. like, bigger. Yeah. Um, Let's go ahead. What, go ahead. Yeah. What what big Let's words you got? Let's give me a big word about Rand's coaching prowess. Give me a word. He's good. He's good. He's good. Okay. He's okay. good. He's yeah, good. he's good. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> 
Four double A. It's that twenty one on the ACT talking again. Yep. Okay, <laughs> four double A. Start off with Hill Murray. They do lose a lot, as Carl had mentioned earlier. They lose Dylan Gobbout, Nick Erickson. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't realize that I wrote that. <laughs> Leo Gruba. That's a fail. Leo Gruba, Axel Bagley, and Logan Hensler. Um, and then, but they do return some good studs, too. Freddie Ingerbrutson is back. Mm-hmm. Ben Miller is back. I wonder if he's grown. He was like 6'2 last year. Um, the Seidels are back. Jack Erickson is back. Caden yeah. Samper, Bodie Samper. Is, are back. And I got a bunch of kids coming in, uh, ninth and 10th graders, 8th, ninth, and 10th graders. going to be a good team. I'm telling you, deep, very deep. They play Montemidi, Grand Rapids, Edina twice, St. Thomas – uh, Moorhead, EP, Hermantown, Lakeville South, Andover, Minnetonka, Benil, Blake, White Bear, Stillwater, Maple Grove. Who don't they play? They are loaded, yep. and, and they are you know poised to make another run. In my opinion, Carl did not. Carl had yep. them even behind White Bear. Thirteen. 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 Okay. Any rationale behind the thirteen, Carl? Uh, well, there's a lot of new blood, especially on defense. Very little coming back there. Um, not that I don't trust Coach Lecter to pull some things together, but it's just a very different-looking Hill team. Okay. I think they're just – I, I don't think that they'll miss a beat. They I might. Either. I don't think they'll be any different. They might sputter like they always do out of the gate where you're like, uh, is this Hill team good? But then they whack off like 18 wins in a row, and then you're like, okay, Hill's number one in the state again. Um, and I think that's where we're going to see Hill uh, pretty okay. close to the end of the year. Um, White right. Bear Lake. As long as they're not. What? Never mind. I was going to make fun of you, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> You're so easy sometimes. I know. <laughs> All right. Keep going. White Bear Lake. Um, they do return. Nolan Road, Aiden Welch, Brady Borkson, Borkstad. Sorry. Yep. Um, key losses for them are Tyler Bishop, who I'm pretty sure was a four-year starter. Yeah, I think. And, Bishop's in playing the Null now. And um, Tyler Kotzmacher, um, which had a great name, too. Yep. Um, so this is a team that does have a lot coming in from the Bantam side. Yep. Um, so mm-hmm. they do have that addition. They have a classic, I would say, White Bear schedule. Not They play Centennial, Rapids, Champlin, Chanhass, and Blaine. Do they start out with East like they always do? Yep. Okay. First yep. game of the year. Um, yeah, it's actually a noticeably different schedule because they're no longer being forced to play 20 suburban East games. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. So they do add Chan and um, Centennial were the big pickups I noticed with that. Um, Carl, you got these guys then at 12. Why are they 12? Got a lot of young talent coming up. You feel like this this is kind of their window too. We're still in a reload mode. Like they're ever going to make a run. Might as well be now. Do you guys think so? Hockey Day is going to be in White Bear. Do you think Hockey Day is going to play an effect on this team? That's a great question. Uh, yeah, it always does. It always no one, does. No one would admit to it, but it always does. And I, I don't the positive or negative. Prior like the prior like turned it into a positive. Mostly negative. I, I, yeah. I, that's what scares me about this White Bear team. Is yes, they have a lot well, of talent, but. Ugh. I mean, the, the team they're playing in Hockey Day is also is also their section rival. 
it's which makes it weird, doesn't it? Yeah, very weird. Because that's this the only game, time they play. Is it? Yeah. Now yeah. this game will have section ramifications. It will. Yeah. Oh, but they do play. Do they play Stillwater twice? They will play Stillwater twice, yeah. and he'll play Stillwater as well. Okay. And yeah, so that'll, that'll be fair. And speaking of um, Stillwater, um, did we ever learn is Cam Briere coming back? No idea. That's on the we, we don't won't know. find out until yeah, you know, Friday, somewhere between this Friday and the next Friday. But they also Ty Tacito's coming back, uh, Ethan yep. Mosley, Riley Skuza, uh, and that's yeah, a good player. Those it, are two good players. And so, like, this is a Stillwater team that is also playing a decent schedule because they don't have to play as many teams. They're playing Montemita. They're playing Maple Grove, Centennial. Um, Hill, EP, St. Thomas, Rogers, Holy Family. This is a pretty good schedule for yeah. Stillwater, and they'll be battle tested coming in the section play. Then, yeah, this is I, as much as we ripped on uh, Carl's Hill at thirteen. I still think that this is there's a little bit of a toss up here in this section. There is, there is, and I think Stillwater could join into that toss up as well. I wouldn't be sub- I wouldn't be completely fa- fabergasted to see Stillwater in the state tournament. It would be an no. upset, but it wouldn't be shocking. No, correct. I agree with that. I agree with that. Now, it would be shocking to see Gentry. Gentry does lose a lot. They lose Barrett Hall, Westburg. Those are two big hills that they have to climb. But one thing of note for Gentry, they got some teams on their schedule this year. So yep. they got East Grand, um, Chanhassen twice, Holy Good Family. Holy Angels, Creighton is playing them, which is cool. Blake, Champlin, and Shakopee. So, like, those are some decent teams that Gentry needs to kind of. It kinda... takes a while to get into the club. It really yeah. does. It's it, not an instant thing. And they are building that, too. Yeah. So, that's kind of what I wanted to note for Gentry there. Okay, who do we got coming out of this section? I still say it's Hill. I don't vote against Hill because. In Hill, we trust the most boring duo in power. Yeah, here. we're. And, I, and I'm it, trying to give our, our listeners some content here. <laughs> you do that <laughs> from Brismark. Yeah, is it snowing there? Uh, I'm going. I'm going Hill. I'm just being honest. Just being White honest. White Bear Lake. I, 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 you're going White Bear Lake. Yeah. Holy. Smoke. My state tournament's going to be way more fun than your state tournament. I'm really liking my state tournament right now. I really <laughs> like, like my it. state tournament. Yeah, it's I nice. Too. I do too. Okay, probably the – I would say one of the sections that we're going to be watching closely this year is 5AA, especially because of the Maple Grove Rogers situation. There's mm-hmm. a couple other key storylines in here too. But Can't wait. But for, ma- I can't wait for this juicy content, Danny, because – you haven't delivered any. Yeah, it's just according to Carl. It's just dry, pick apart off the bone, kind of buzzard <laughs> content. Here, what are the stories? Okay, so with Maple Grove, we do not know if Gunderson's coming back completely yet. Yep. But what we do know is Finn Brink is bla- back, Blake Steiner. Uh, Blake Steinerson. Okay, I said that right. Yeah. And Luke Margano is mm-hmm. one of the top defensemen in the state yep. too. Agreed. And. Obviously, they lose Danny Nelson, Josh Giuliani, Nathan Jaglo, Toby Hop. The list goes on, but it's restack, reload yeah. when it comes to Maple Grove. Oh, yeah. Deepest program in the state. Yep. And so, and. I wasn't saying hurry up. I was just like saying, doing the, yeah, the, just yeah, yeah. the long list of great It doesn't players. matter. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter with them right now. Yep. 
Um, obviously, as we've touched on, the Northwest Suburban is one of the top conferences. It, it might be the top conference in the state this year. Yeah. Um, so Although there probably is a drop off between three and four. Yeah. And four yeah. and, you know, and and like four and the rest. rest. Yeah. 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 But. That being said, you know, you still have Blaine in there, Centennial, Andover, Champlin. Ah, Centennial's good. Centennial be Blaine good. returns absolutely nothing no. and has weak youth teams. Okay. Well, Blaine traditionally is a fun <laughs> house to play in. Yeah. <laughs> um, they'll also play Edina, St. Thomas, Lakeville South, Rogers, Hill, Rapids, Stillwater, Creighton, Wyzetta. This is Maple Grove? This is Maple Grove. That's a good schedule. Yeah. That's a really good schedule. <laughs> so we'll have a very good understanding on how good Maple Grove really is. And last year they were above average until February 1st, and then it just was like, remember they went up north and just They, they went to that, that Grand Rapids and Kermit Town. I yeah. watched them against Kermit Town and thought, oh, this is the best team in the state. It won like nine to four, or was that against Rapids? Mm-hmm. It was yeah, they controlled Rapids, yeah. Andover. Oh. They yeah. they were the best team in the state coming into the tournament. They're one goal away from that coveted trophy. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl, you have them securely at two, no matter if mm-hmm. Gundy comes back. What? Yeah, that's just how how deep they are. Look at what I think Finn Brink and what Luke Markin are going to do. They're just loaded. Not arguing there. And then at number three in the state, we got Rogers, returning Sam Ranallo, Chase Cheslock, um, and now this is a Paloof. How do you say that? No, never mind. Uh, Carson Melquist. Yep. Uh, they lose Hogan Sinjim due to graduation and Micken Miller. Sorry. Mikan. Mikan. Who spells like like that? I, I don't know. <laughs> and but then. But then they do also add a pretty good schedule this year. They play Lakeville South, Minnetonka, um, Maple Grove, Centennial, Andover, Champlin, EP, Edina, Moorhead, Wyzetta, Stillwater. It's a pretty deep schedule for Rogers this year, too. Yeah, I'm trying to blank on this ploof. I he had points last year. I that's why I know. You know, it's it. funny. Yeah. I broadcast I gra- by yeah. broadcast him when he was a peewee. And now I'm drawing a blank as to what it is. He is in the Founders Company, like two or three goals, and I, I, I think it is Paloof. And he got in a fight and no. got kicked out of the game. No, 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 no. not that kid. Okay. He did well. I'll just say <laughs> he did well in that tournament. And I, this I, is I, probably I, the best Rogers. This is the make or break Rogers season. This is the one that we've yeah. all been looking forward to um, for a while now. Oh, uh, I think Tony's making facial expressions. There's plenty. Meat on the bone after what I saw this weekend at the Blue Ox. They finished second, and they are loaded. They have six great forwards coming up, and they have two or three, two D for sure, that are coming up for next year. This is not make or break. They're loaded for the next five years. Centennial also returns a couple key players, Peyton Blair, Harper Searles. Um, they lose a lot as well. They lose... Um, Jack Fuller and Nett, A.J. Carls, Owen Van Tassel, um, Jacob Hoyle, um, who was a defenseman for them who ran the power play. Um, But they also, you know, their schedule, 
This Northwest Suburban Conference, you know, they got Andover, Champlin, Maple Grove. Twice. Twice. Rogers. They also play White Bear, Hermantown, Stillwater, um, and Roseau, which doesn't matter, but it's interesting. They play them every year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is a team yeah. that's going to be a solid middle-of-the-pack type of team. They're not a team that yeah, you they can were, overlook. They were close to the top 15. They were right in that East View category of consideration. Sure. Um, and then Champlin's team should also be decent. They had a decent pro- team last year. They returned Jordan Ron and Evan Williams, um, and then they'll be battle-tested as well with the Northwest Suburban schedule. Right. I. That's not a bad team. No, it's not. It, it'll be a team that I might – I ended up seeing them last year when they played Hastings. I might end up seeing them this year type of thing too. Um, now, who comes out of this section? Okay. Okay. I get to not be boring here. You got Rogers oh. now? I'm going to go Rogers. Okay. Just okay. too much talent. They lost to these guys last year. I think there's just a lot of – The section finals should be at furniture and things. Yep. Oh, furniture sure things. So yeah, you just wanted to get that in there. Didn't I you? did, I did. Carl, uh, who do you got in this? I'm I'm taking Maple, Maple Grove until they lose the section. That's so boring. And I'm, I'm trying gonna, to get good content here. I'm allowed one. What am I left one. with? You know, I'm going Maple Grove too. <laughs> yeah, you're really, really daring take up taking the number three team in the wow. game instead of the number yeah, no, two. You went yeah. way out. Yeah. The limb yeah. was about this long. It, well, yeah, it snapped. Just enough for your foot, and that was it. No, I, 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 I agree. I think Maple Grove, just based on, you know, teams that become second in state don't normally lose in section finals the next year right. if they return the talent. I agree. You can look that up later, Carl. I'll challenge, I will. challenge you to look that up. You'll get, you'll get a tweet. Actually. Actually. Um, actually, here's a wet blanket stat. Um, six double A. Uh, can I make a? Comment before you start. Yeah, yep. um, Carl's rankings have six double A in sequence: seven, mm-hmm. eight, and nine, all sixes. Oh. Six, six, six. Cool. Ah! Okay, so then I've been let's, revealed. <laughs> let's let's go in sequence according to Carl. Let's start with Edina. Um, they return goaltender Robbie Klarkowski. Lose Jimmy Clark, which is a big loss. Lose Trey Fetchko and Wyatt Worst on the D. All big losses to them, but return Jackson Nevers, which might he Jackson Nevers could be a player of the year finalist. He's one of the most underrated, underappreciated by the pundits out there, and I still don't get it. Even the Division One coaches, he's kind of like Jackson Hallam was coming into yes, this, this, this that's year. A good analogy, the, yeah. just because like he's going to go off. We know Is he's he going to junior go off. or senior. He's a junior. Okay. Yeah. He's going to go off this year. And then everybody's going to be like, Oh, Edina's is oh, really good. I didn't see this coming. Yeah. You know, I mean, you and like, I, did you watch like, him at all last year? Yeah. He was unreal. Yeah. And he plays just like his brother and his brother is doing quite well at the high level of D one. Yeah. I mean, everyone is kind of always, especially Mason at that level with all the kids, his age, he was never in the upper tier. He was always kind of the second half of that, of that class. And now you could argue that he's the best player from that class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, I don't even think it's close. That kid is a great athlete and a, and a great performer for the Gophers this year. And the, and his first years, two years too. Um, Eddie revving. Rev, uh, wow. Oh, Ooh, let's hope that's... he doesn't get the puck. <laughs> 
Revenig. Reven, 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 I can't do it. Nope. Can't poor, do it. Poor Eddie. Nicest <laughs> kid in the world. I mean, just committed Eddie. to um, Bemidji. Yeah. I called him Eddie Haskell. That kid, hi, Mr. Zozo. Oh, he's just the <laughs> nicest kid ever. And he's and it's real. He's not an Eddie Haskell. Good kid. Yeah. Um, and Great then athlete, too. Matt Vandervoort mm-hmm. um, also. So this is a team that does have punch on the offensive side, and they will have, I think, looking at their roster, they should have Swagger, too, that Edina Swagger. Yeah, they will. And you left out, did you have? Dexy on there, Barrett oh, Dexy. Yeah. He committed Sorry, to yeah. UMass uh, I, I a couple weeks that. ago. Yeah. So, so I mean, if you look at Nevers, I mean, that's a Division One hockey player. Yeah. You know, that guy's gonna dunk on a lot of people this year. Yeah. Dexheimer, uh, Revenig. That's a two D one blue line. And they had they got yep. a lot of good guys. Uh, Flaherty. It, it just took me a good team. This is really. I like the way they're built. Team. That's yeah. a really. It's gonna be a like, really great, great solid, team. solid, solid and back. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good team. Speaking of the 2019 Pee Wee State Tournament, (laughs) (laughs) they were in it. I mean, like, all these kids that are juniors right now are all in that tournament. It was, and there's a weird one, not to harken back, but there's a weird one there. You know who was in that tournament? Eden uh, Rozo was in that state tournament. Oh. So their junior class, when they were seventh graders, Hmm. were. A final eight team in the oh. state, so oh, okay. That's just a little just noted, noted. N- you know, yeah. notes. Um, Edina's schedule is obviously pretty vaunted, but I will say one thing: w- with the addition of St. Michael Elberville um, and Buffalo into the Lake Conference, it really changes how many games that they s- can schedule in non-conference. Especially with playing St. Thomas twice this year, Hill twice this year, it changes their schedule. So they aren't as deeply loaded as they traditionally have been. It's been like that for like three years. But they've or four dropped years. White Bear this year and they've dropped Creighton too. So, yeah. Well, they had, yeah. And that's worth noting, okay? Yeah, but they had. But I they remember pick up when Lee and, Lee and I would work on schedules together with everything and Lee Smith Lee Smith yeah and he would be like god I can't I got these St. Mike uh, St. Michael Buffalo there's four games that yeah gotta work around well when you have four games that are tied into that and now two games that are tied into the opponents that you've already played once uh, it that's six games out of your 25 that's uh fair correct so that's all I'm mm-hmm. saying they do play Lakeville South Rogers Grand Rapids Maple Grove Moorhead and everybody else that you're used to them playing. Yeah, they do, yeah, they get Rogers this year at in tradition hockey for life. No, it's not. It's the tradition invitational. Holiday invitational. Okay, now let's go Wyzetta. I want to hear about this roster. I, mean, I know a handful of these players, but yeah. I want I want to hear I want to know who's on their roster too cuz there's always the the mystery incoming and there's always in, mystery outgoing. So when their roster becomes Finalized. In cements, that will be one I will one of the first that I will turn the page to. So the they do have the best goaltender in the double A field and Will Eggman. He will be a Frank um Bismarck finalist. <laughs> you just you were <laughs> playing that one. Um but Luke Miller's also returning, Reese Wallen. Um, they do lose Drew Streeter and John Matson due to graduation, mm-hmm. and they lose a couple defensemen as well. But 
really why Zeta restack reload and yeah the funny speaking from the younger guys a lot of the younger guys who you know freshmen sophomores a lot of those guys ended up at Providence or at Benil so they, they could even have even more depth had they would been able to retain them now let me yes, leave. and they've added the day you bears from Hopkins yep yep so there was that addition. That. And, like I said and that's the, an, yeah. the incoming outgoing yeah. Is going to be an interesting one that when the the cement dries on that roster, and it's an interesting Wyzetta team. Right, we always talk about defense, defense, defense there, but they both basically return a whole bunch of forwards this year. So, be interesting to see how that blends. Yeah, um, their schedule is absolutely insane. So they play Tonka Hill, Edina, Moorhead, Rapids, Benilde, EP. Um, Creighton, War Road, Andover, and Rogers. I wonder who they because I <laughs> remember they took remember they uh, they had Hermantown and was yeah, uh, had a and falling that's out schedule wise. Yeah. I wonder who the oh, replacement I was. I forget. I thought. I think I noticed. I think it might I, be Andover. I don't remember. I think it's Andover. I think it's Andover. Yeah, but I don't remember. Based if on that list. It seems like that's new to it the could, Wyzetta. Andover could be in the holiday tournament. I just don't have that. No. Oh, and all of it, yeah, that holiday tournament might maybe that could be. Yeah. So, um, and then Benilde. Benilde loses a lot to graduation in Tristan Sarslin, Adam Marshall, Brady Yakis, Brendan McMorrow. Not to graduation, but to yep. development program. A lot of key losses there, but a lot of key players still there. You have Mason McElroy and Nett, Drew Stewart, who will score probably 60 points this year, uh, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cole Bumgardner, yep. Michael Ristow, which will also have 50 points, I'm guessing. Um, mm-hmm. Caleb Kosky, Ben Norris. This team is loaded. West, yep. Westberg. Westberg as well. I think number nine for them is a little too high. You know, but I feel I feel Danny, like how many of those players you listed how many of them are defensemen? And just one and he's a freshman. Okay. Okay. And this is Benilde. Okay. Um I will say this. I feel is the term called broken record? I feel like it's a broken record on Benilde the last mm-hmm. four they years. They gotta do something. Yeah. Last decade. Yeah, yeah, that too, but like they had they had some down they had some lean years seventeen sure. or eighteen yeah. they were yeah, weak they, right and then but so they the were 19, undefeated in sixteen yeah I know until mm-hmm. yeah beat them uh, until they got cretined. Yeah. um so but like nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two those four years I feel like every year we come on this show and just like start getting the tire pump up but and then it's like I'm not even sure they've had a a taste at a state. I mean, they literally, they've been, they well, got, they, I know they've lost in the section final the last years, but neither one of them were terribly close. Uh, the one where they lost in oh, the penalty correct. shot. Yeah. Penalty shot, I'll give you that. Yeah. 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 In <laughs> overtime. Yeah. Oof. They, they got to bring that one up. Yeah, other than the time they lost in a penalty <laughs> shot in <laughs> overtime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you're right. They weren't You're close. right, Tony. I'm, you're another right. hot take. You're, you're another right. hot take. Yeah. They weren't close. They weren't, even, they weren't even close. I mean, did you think he was going to miss that? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, yeah, but again, they'll have one of the toughest schedules in the state. They got Matamita, Edina, Andover, Wysetta, Creighton, 
Holy Angels, Hill, and over again. Um, Lakeville South, St. Thomas, Moorhead, Champlin, EP, Hermantown, Grand Rapids. So, I, I was talking big. to somebody. Uh, yeah, I was talking to Class A guy. We were talking, comparing some stuff, and it's like there's this country club, you know? Yeah. It's like it's a country club. They're like, yep, we're going to go play at this country club. We're going to go play at that country club. And occasionally we got to go play Sibley, which is kind of like a public course, right? That's my or analogy. Uni. Like, yeah, I got to go play at Muni every once in a while. But, hey, you know, you know, we don't like to play those courses. We like to play the Benilds. We like to play and the And I Andovers. think, like, some you people know, are. It's hard to get into that club. It really is. Like, you know? like Rapids is grandfathered yes, into the club in. yeah. because yeah. everybody it's likes playing really at the It's a really nice rink. public course. It's yeah, a really, it's a really nice, nice. It's a public. high-end public cool. track, you know? It is. It's That's, Theodore it's, Ward. It's, it's a ne- no, I grew up with that course. It's not that, no. 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 Um, other teams in this section that are worth noting, um, Blake returns Carter Cranky, which will mm-hmm. be a player to watch this year, and yep. Rowan Hightoff. They lose a lot. Um, they have a decent schedule. They'll be probably the number four team. And then Holy Angels um, returns Henry Lechner, which um, will be one of those young studs that yeah. we'll be watching as well. They got a really nice class. Another great, great, great freshman class coming in. So, it, so they're, they're, they're two trending. years out. They're, they're trending. definitely two years out. Yeah, they'll be young. Okay. Who's going to state? Carl Scott Wysetta. Of course I do. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm taking Edina. Oh, you're taking Edina. Whoa, 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 He has to, though, because he hasn't ranked the highest of the three. Um, I mean, I'm going Igman and Wyzetta here. I I think that's worth. I think. Am I getting painted into a vanilla corner after I just totally (laughs) torched them? Go for it. You want to take them? You take them. They are poison. That is poison. Kayla said take vanilla. Do whatever your heart desires. I'm going to go <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the confidence wow. that was said yeah. just tells you how confident. I will go Benilde. I'll get on the Benilde train. Okay. Okay. For until the section final, I'll probably pick against them. But no, it's been, this will be their 11th season. Yeah. It was when years. they go to state, they win. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. No, I'll go Benilde. Okay. We're looking for good content here, so I'll go Benilde. And I think the reason why, they have by far the most talent of these yeah. teams in Section 6AA. Yeah, I, I would say the best goaltenders on Wyzetta, the best forward is, well, toss-up, but I think um, I think Nevers is probably the best forward in this section. Really? Better than Drew Stewart? That's why I said toss-up. Okay. I would, right. take, yeah. I would take Nevers has a bigger frame. Yeah, I think Bet- Nevers will be a better college better player than Drew Stewart. Yeah, and both yeah. will based be. on what I see. And it does nothing against Drew Stewart. I think the kid's going to be a great high school hockey player. Yeah, and he'll play he'll juniors be. and he'll become a great college player. But I think that Jackson Nevers, just based on that frame, holy yeah. smokes. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, let's move to seven double A. We're looking at Andover to start it off. They. We are being told return their top line of Gavin Thorson, Caden Casey, Cooper Conway, but then they lose their two biggest defensemen in Weston yeah. Knox and Kyle, Kyle Law. Law. They also lose um, their goaltender, which I didn't write down, and now I'm blanking on Austin Bronze. Austin Bronze. Bronzy. Um, and then 
They also lose some key players to this team in Logan Gravnik or Gra- Gravink. 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 Sorry. Now I'm I want to say Gravnik too. I, I just, do. You want to say but, it. And then it, I had to catch myself a lot last year with that. Gravink and Hudson Zinda as well as a key player. Gravink really, he played top line minutes um, last year while Coop was injured. And so yeah. um, it's. They have a lot of holes to be filled, but they have the best line in the state. Yep. Is that what you were looking at, Carl? Yep. Yeah, that line is going to put up silly numbers this year. Um, certainly, there are some questions. You know, they're they're not as solid on defense. There's some some depth to to fill in, but the program is very deep. I'm not concerned about them getting at least a decent level. The question is really, can they get that secondary scoring to support the top line? Yep, that's a big question. They have oh, a tough definitely. tough schedule. We've mentioned the Northwest Suburban, but they also have Chan, Minnetonka, Moorhead, Benilde twice, um, Wyzetta, and Hill and Grand Rapids. So a tougher schedule. And speaking of Grand Rapids, Carl, where did you have Rapids then? They're in the 20s. Okay. Low, you know, How about 20, 25. Yeah, what's yeah, Also in that range. Okay. I think, they're two, I think I, their games are going to be really good, and I'm not saying that because yeah. they're Friday Night Ice. I think – they're both talent-wise similar. Mm-hmm. They know each other really well. Is there a fourth team in this section that we could talk about? Cloquet? My Forest Lane. Lake? My Coon Rapids? Coon Rapids? Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of head-tilting they return Coon a lot. Rapids. Yeah. And then Boy, wouldn't Lake. that yeah. be awesome to see Coon Rapids at Amsoil? Come yeah, on, that would be, be – I don't care the result. That would I'd, be cool. I'd love to see cool. it, yeah. Cool Rapids. Yeah. And, it, and it could really cool happen. Like, they've got a decent young core, and they're all juniors. <laughs> we would hang a, a Rapids jersey. A, a Coon, Coon Rapids, Rapids jersey? jersey? Absolutely. <laughs> a Coon I was kind of going through what we don't. We don't have Moorhead. No, I don't have a Come Moorhead. Come on. I could have brought 20 home. Oh. I, I don't have I'll a Moorhead. It. I'll get it. I don't. I'll get it. Do, uh, do the jerseys still smell? No. 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 It's, it was oh, a mystery. It was a mystery. So, yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. I think I think the smelly ones got we because I binned them right immediately. Yeah. Once I came the next day and they were smelly, I put them right in a bin. And since mm-hmm. the binning, I think we're good. Yeah. Anyways, that's a house <laughs> problem currently. Right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. But one thing with Rapids, they do have a very good schedule. We've mentioned them a lot with some good common opponents, so they'll have a tough schedule. Um, and they do return Miles Gunderson who is a very good goaltender, oh. and mm-hmm. they they had, when we were looking at Elite League rosters, remember that, Tony? Yep. They had a ton of kids playing Elite yeah. League. Yeah, so that's going to help them. Yeah, it's going to help them, mm-hmm. and, you know, Carl, if you want to speak to East for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, East returns practically everyone, um, and they had a couple players who actually had pretty good Elite Leagues, so Cole Christian, um, Thomas Gunderson, who was hurt almost all of last year, oh, Grant Winkler, Winkler. so there, there's talent here. I'm you got to see them put it together, but yep. there's a lot to work with. But returning everything. Easily, easily the best team East has had since over the past four years. And with Pitt, like, he, that was his first year, right? It's hard mm-hmm. in your first year to, you know, take over, change the way you want to play, change your method, change your systems. That doesn't happen overnight. No. No. So, and, and yeah, so it, it, it's a big year for the program. I agree. Huge yeah. year, and now with with the Stella Mars thing coming in, there's mm-hmm. a lot going on below the sea level. 
that's going on yep. that you don't know. And yep. so if they have a great performance this year, it makes it a more attractive option to stay in play mm-hmm. these because their their Pee Wee and Bantam teams have plenty of talent. Yeah, I mean, like starting to come back after a little. Yeah, yeah so. there's plenty of yeah. talent. There's plenty of good players. They play in a lot of our off season stuff. They're played in our they play in our pumpkin and that's uh, a good it's got a it's a good program. There's plenty of good players in on the east side of Duluth right now. But if Andover doesn't come out of this session, I would assume that it's a yeah. Paul Martin type of level collapse in the section right. final. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I don't think it's happening. We I don't see no, it. No, I don't either. They're just too nope. good, too much. And we're just gonna see a lot of this Vegas and black the next it will make it four mm. years in a row if they do and it this their year. Their squirts, peewees, and bantams mm-hmm. are all really good. Yeah. Really good. Their bantams, what were they, like in the final four? The train at, is at the rolling. Yeah, I mean, the, the train's rolling right now in Andover. And their peewees uh, are good. They're just, they're not, they're not uh, puberty kids. They're all really small, but they're puberty super talented. Kids. <laughs> That's what peewees is. Puberty Who has the most puberty kids? I mean, who's got the most I've six foot, 100? Oh, my God. Well, we have the most six foot, one hundred and fifty five pound kids. How many do you have? Oh, Andover's got zero. A lot of puberty going on in this team. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Here, have a drink of the puberty. <laughs> I'll take a swig of that. You know. Oh, uh, okay. So, Andover's all around in seven. Yep. Let's move to yep. eight, which will be the same, but it's going to be the <laughs> Moorheads all around. Yep. What did I say? No. What did I say about Rozo? Okay, we can we can talk about Rozo. No, I I, I don't think that they're in the same class as I Moorhead. Don't, Moorhead though returns not as much year over year because you lose Joe Grammer, you lose um, Joe Schiller, Gavin Lindbergh and, to graduation, and, and Harper Bentz and Carson Triggs, and that is a and lot. Sam Larilla, Bantam Player of the Year, is at the national program. That is a lot of talent not there. Ugh. Aaron Ryerson is still there. Joe Corton. Corton. Sure. D1 golf commit to okay. North Dakota. Okay. Cool. Cool. That's still there, and this Bantam team that they're bringing in is unreal. Yep. And yep. so – the one you really want to keep an eye out for, I think I've talked to him on the coming and going show, is Garrett Lindbergh. This kid is special. Really is. He's he'll step right in. He might be their bestie and he's just a sophomore. Yeah. And Colby Creer's another one. They got plenty of Colby plenty Creer good had a good season plenty, last year. Plenty of good options. Yeah. This it, it will be a solid team from start to finish. Carl, you got them at number six. What are you looking for mm-hmm. them as they start the year? Yeah, I think this might be a team that takes a few lumps to start the year just because they lost a lot of talent, uh, especially on the D, D side. You think of how good this D core could have been. Oh. Oh. But, um, yeah. That'd be one of the best ever. Yeah. Yeah. If you think but about even it. So, you know, Schiller, Creer, so Lindbergh, Lorilla. I mean, it would just have been sickening. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. sickening. Um, you know, it's, it's a sad thing, you know, to play the what-if game. You know, mm-hmm. we played a lot in a lot of different – communities and situations you know edina back in the mid 2013 14 15 where all those kids yeah. were and all these other programs and oh wow what could have been is amazing i've you know? played it when <laughs> i was in high school yeah. because like what could have been i right? mean what I mean, if they had every... schrader and anders you know type of thing 
as yeah. juniors and seniors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, okay, Rozo, as you mentioned, Tony, but they lose Mr. Hockey, Max Strand, Gavin Gunderson, the Wenslovs, Thor Bufflin, who should have been a Mr. Hockey finalist, Kellen Murphy. <laughs> um, they return Nolan or Noah Ernest. 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 They returned Noah Ernest. <laughs> they didn't really have goaltending last year, and that was a weakness. So this Rozo team is going to be a little bit not the same Rozo team. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they're going to be good. They might no. be good. It's Rozo. It's Rozo. It's interesting, but it's like AAA is just a grab bag. There are all these like teams that like I sort of looked at them for the top the top twenty five ish, but then said, eh, not quite. Yeah, St. Like, Michael Elberville's are... another good example. They lost yeah. everything. What could have been. The yeah. cupboard just started getting plucked. I know. Um, they still have a decent amount back, but what what they could have been again. Very and good. then Elk River yeah. again is what could have been too. Right. So it leaves really eight double A. It's just more heads to lose. Sartell brought back a lot. And I will mention Sartell at least thirty seven times on the show this year, I guess. Yeah, of course. But really for me, I look Moorhead, their schedule is a Moorhead schedule. It's loaded top to bottom. it's gotta be Moorhead coming out. No argument here. Okay. That's all eight for the double A field. Who do we have winning state this year? Mm. Who wants to start? I'll say Maple Grove. Mm. Still my pick. Go, um, go Carl. You got one? We kind of go Andover. You got him as your number one. Don't you really have to stand by your I, one? I do, but I need to do something. I, I mean, I'm, I'm here for the content, so. I'm here for the content. Oh. So I'm going to go you know with what? Eastview. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, it's hard. I was going to pick Rogers, right? But that they got to yeah. get through. You, you can't Grove. get through. You know, yeah, but that's I, I have them doing that. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he did. but yeah. it's the it's really hard. First time in. First time in. It's and, just and that's, where, hard. that's why I can't pick it. If and that's Maple why Maple Grove, Grove is such a good Yeah, pick. if Maple Grove makes it. They are the front runners in the tournament. I mean, regardless of the field, they will be the front runners of the tournament. Is Minnetonka first time in? Do they have a For, little bit of first time in in this? Because none they of these have a kids little have bit been of first time. None in. of kids have ever been there. Yeah, Goldie's been Five there, years. obviously, yeah. but yeah. it's been a long time since yeah. they've been there. So there's a little bit of that. There yeah, too. you have that aspect to it. Where Lakeville South, just the opposite. I mean, they are very comfortable. They know what hotel they're staying in. Yeah. They know they're going to be in the semifinals. You know, yeah. like they mm-hmm. know, right? So, um, but and the same could be said about Moorhead too. Yeah, I think that had Tanner come back. Sorry to play that game, but yeah, I think they would have been my number one. I would have picked them to win it all. So who sure. do you got? Now? I'm gonna go Rogers. I'm gonna okay. go buck the trend and just go Rogers. I just got a Maple Grove and a Rogers. Yeah. yeah, so we're going one, two, three. We all at least our rankings. Are you? This go proves on? the rankings real. If you pick them, oh, you haven't picked Andover yet. You got to do it. Carl. I haven't. You have to. Who do you think? He's gonna pick. And- he better pick Andover. My, my out Olympic, which is the least out Olympic ever, was Edina. Uh that's a. It's a good pick. I, I just like the way that team is built. Okay, go for Edina. I don't care. Then why didn't you pick him number Tony's one? Struggling with this. Yeah, that's why a, didn't you pick him number one? Because the best team often doesn't win. 
thanks for that. Oh. Socrates. Aesop's fables <laughs> over here. Because <laughs> the best team often doesn't win. Does defense win championships, <laughs> too? I mean, this is the most cliche I've ever heard. <laughs> what you're here for, right? I heard 17 cliches. Drink, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and then I picked you Dino. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dino. No, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I, I like that pick. They they got a lot of talent there. Mm-hmm. I got to see if they can put it together. Okay, Tony, you want to take away our Red Black League interview with Danny Hendrickson about the Hendrickson Foundation. We're with Danny Hendrickson, the executive director of the Hendrickson Foundation. How are you doing today, Danny? Wonderful. How are you? Good. Uh, I think the hardest part of this interview is to keep it under 30 minutes. Can we do it? Well, we're going to try. We're going to do our best. We could go a couple hours. We really could. I mean, just before the interview, you started telling me Larry stories. And I'm like, well, this is an entire podcast could be dedicated and would be a lot of fun is getting one of your siblings, uh, one of your sisters or you in here just to tell Larry stories for an hour and a half. I think people would really enjoy that. Yeah, Larry, I did. Larry was a true original. They did not make a mole with that guy. And uh, he also grew up in a time when you could get away with things that I don't think you could do. Uh, correct. Anymore. Correct. And I, I made this comment earlier. I think I've seen, you know, let's just say I've seen 90 or 100 pictures of Larry. I think 90 of them, Larry's without a shirt. Let's get into how he became the Hulkamaniac of uh, hockey in Minnesota. Well, uh, actually, Darby's taking after him right now. I actually, know. He looks pretty good right now. After he stopped playing, he, uh, he's he been hitting the weights differently. He always hit them hard. But uh, but Big Lair, he was uh, – he was. Uh, we'll start with the, the real reason. Uh, it was in the 70s. He's playing, he's playing hockey, uh, beer league hockey at the time, or men's hockey. And back then, as you know – you could fight and you could check and uh it was competitive it was high it, risk it was uh it was it was it was a, it was a man's game and I, I i it was it was it was it was more combative than you know how i play these days but nonetheless gets hit from behind breaks his neck uh everybody does everything right he's he's on the ice they call the ambulance they bring him there they call my mom uh I believe I'm around one or two years old, so I'm this totally mid mid seventies. Yeah, yeah, so I'm oblivious to what's going on. Uh, the the minister comes in, gives him last rites. Uh, we, my mom knew the guy. They're crying. Uh, they put him in a body cast. They put the halo on his head, and uh, he doesn't die. And the next day, he doesn't die. Uh, nine months later, after being in a body cast for nine months, uh, he, they take the the cast off. They take the halo off, and he's got he's got he's got no injuries. And he was a very fit person uh, growing up as a, you know as an athlete or whatever whatnot. Yep. But uh, after he got out of that uh, body cast, he said, "There's nobody that's going to be in better shape than me." And you know, it put him in a different thing. And in the '70s, uh, other than Arnold and you know some crazies, nobody was into you know hitting the the dumbbells like uh, Big Lair. And then he kind of started you know a little group of guys that you know had fun getting well, bigger I mean, arms. It wasn't it wasn't just Lair. I mean, he actually transferred his bodybuilding to other hockey players and kind of made a name for himself as a strength and conditioning guy before there were strength and conditioning guys, right? That's the exact story because uh, in 1980, Herbie uh, Brooks, uh, his good buddy, he says there's no such thing as a strength coach in 1980. Right. So Herbie just says that he is. So Larry, when he passed away, he's like, I was the 80 Olympic 
strength coach. He was. Kirby said he was. He didn't yeah. get a medal, but he did. Uh, we had a weight room growing up, and they did move it to the Civic Center, and a handful of the guys got into it. Uh, but it was uh, it was the start of something that really affected hockey in the future. And he was before his time when he he said, you know what, the guys that are good right now, they're going to lift weights. But in 20, 30 years from now, everybody will be doing it. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and I'm not sure what his connection with Jack Blatherick, but they were kind of 20 years ahead of everybody and everything. And, and even if you think about the Hendrickson Foundation, that's a vision of something 20, 30 years ahead of where it went. Just think, you're 10 years, 10 plus years in now. Think of where you guys will be in 10 years. It is, it is, uh, yeah, that's a great question. Just watching the growth over the last 11 years. And uh, we throw a little festival that uh, you know, we, we get to see the growth uh, uh, each year, how many more teams come to our festival, which I'm sure we'll get to. But uh, yeah, he was a, a visionary, no question. And uh, we'll, we'll, we like to say that the, the, the vision will outlast the visionary. Yes. <laughs> yes. You guys too. Yeah. All right. So that brings up a good point. So just so everyone who doesn't know, and I think most people listening to this pod or watching it will know what the Hendrickson Foundation is or some semblance. Give us like a, a two-minute elevator pitch as to what it's about and what you guys do on an annual basis. So the Hendrickson Foundation seeks to enrich the lives of individuals. It's like a, with, it's like a beauty pageant answer. Is, Here we go. This is our mission statement. <laughs> All right, so, I love yeah, it. Here, yeah. Knock it out. Yeah, so HF seeks to enrich the lives of individuals with disabilities and, of course, their families through the game of hockey. We are very, 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 very proud to support diversified hockey, which is actually a Minnesota term now, because what do you call disabled hockey? It, the word disabled is not the greatest word. No. And, and person first language is all the stuff that I've learned, but uh, diversified hockey uh, here in Minnesota, and there's five wonderful programs we support. We support uh, Minnesota Wild Special Hockey. Yep. Uh, uh, adults and children, of course, uh, with cognitive issues, and they accept everybody. They're a wonderful program. 15, 15 teams uh, around They're the state. They're on ice. They're all, oh, it's just ice That's hockey. That's the best part about this it is I follow yeah. the, the, uh, uh, the, the hockey, the floor hockey. Yeah, and that's a hockey. wonderful thing too. But this is all ice hockey. There's, it's awesome. There's 300 uh, kids and adults uh, across the state on 15 different teams that are playing uh, this year. Then we've also got uh, Minnesota sled hockey. Yep. And the Wild are also behind that one. They have a Minnesota Wild, the local teams, the Minnesota Wild sled hockey team. And obviously that would be uh, individuals where their legs don't uh, work right. as, as well as others. Yep. And then we've got Minnesota Wild blind hockey, which is which just... Is Absolutely insane. Yeah. Have you seen it? You've seen it. I've played in it. It's I've insane. It. The, the puck is insane. Yeah. I love it. I Once love I get it. through this, we're going to go back to a, a blind hockey story. All right. And then and so I'm, then, I'm thinking the Warriors is the next one, right? The, uh, the Minnesota Warriors. So these are all military veterans. Uh, most of them live with PTS. Okay. Uh, person first language. They don't suffer from PTSD. Yes. You could say PTSD, of course, but yeah. they live with PTS. And, you know, other people, you know, have been seen they've they've been through more than i have and a lot of people have had you know body injuries as well but right. uh, uh the warriors are a huge organization here and there's a million teams growing nationally because what they've done here in minnesota and then uh last uh we just became the founding partner of uh deaf and hard of hearing hockey. no way yeah so it's i wasn't at their their grand opening but there's uh i think 30 30 new uh hockey players uh that are deaf or hard of hearing and they use a light and like it's just a different it's a different game, but it all comes back to being around people that 
deal with the same curveball or deal with the same stuff as you, forming friendships, the families, you know, forming friendships with the other families, and it's that camaraderie. It's recreational therapy. It's uh, it's what HF is all about, and it's uh, really, really humbling and fun to be a part of. Was there a aha moment for Larry? Was it a grandchild, a friend? What was it that what what tipped the boat for him to start this? Do you, do you remember what that was? You know, he was the executive director of the Her, uh, Herb Brooks Foundation, which yep. is a, another wonderful foundation, and somebody uh he went to a sled hockey game and obviously he dealt with a broken neck right and so that's that's part of it he had he had faith he believed in yeah helping other peoples and peoples people people peoples and uh but you know that's that's his you know his soul but it was uh mike mcmillan who was the founding uh one of the founders with my dad he said you got to come out to this uh, sled hockey uh game and my dad's like no no i i coach elite you know, right. USA type stuff or yeah, state yeah. champions. I'm cool. Type right. thing. And this is the way he told the story. He actually didn't act like that, but yeah, uh, he went to a sled. It was an adult uh, sled hockey game and he walked in the locker room afterwards and he was really impressed by how good everyone was. And he said to the guys, what do you guys do after the game? And they looked at him like, well, what do you think? We drink beer. Right. <laughs> and, and he just like, it's the same game. It's the same thing. And, it's the love of the game and it's being around other people and, you know, obviously getting to work out's fun too, but it's, it was, that was his moment where he's like, you know what, we're going to, we're going to start something new and him and Mike McMillan, who's uh, the ho- the USA hockey coach in chief. So yep. they, they went down to his, uh, to his, to our basement bar that I grew up in. Uh, in Richfield? Ha- had a few, had a few uh, beverages. West, West side Richfield? Yeah. They wrote the game, the, they wrote everything down on napkins and Got made done. a few calls and yeah, took off. Uh, okay, this is a family affair, the Hendrickson Foundation. Uh, I didn't even know you had a sister named Christine until today. So I, I know Julie, I know Darby, uh, and from what I can tell, she's the uh, she's the older sister, and she she lives it out well. Tell us a little bit about Christine. Yeah, it, it, the HF has been a a family affair for us. It's uh, you know, obviously Larry started it, but uh, Christine's on our executive board. She's a she's a big wig executive at Microsoft, so she's the She's smart, but she's also organized. Uh, you know, she knows technology right better than me. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah, better than me for sure. <laughs> right, but she's she's the one that you know she, she keeps us organized. Uh, we got a we got a new data system that she's put really? in just to streamline everything. Uh, she also organizes Thanksgiving and Christmas. So, really? Yeah. So need, she lives here. Where she live? She's uh, that's a good story. So my my uh, father dies. You know, four yep. or five years ago, yep. my mom sends uh, her four kids a text. Who wants the house? No, no. The caveat is I'm staying. <laughs> and it had a pool and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the weight room. Fancy West Side, Richfield. <laughs> Fancy West Side. Yep. And she says, I'm in. So they essentially knocked it down, built, you know, a little, a, no. Mc, a McMansion in Richfield. <laughs> so but they, they, they have a Medina everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Especially East yeah. Side of Medina. So, like, she, so she basically did that. She's a visionary too, maybe. If you've seen, if you've seen some of these... Tara Downs and Edina, yeah. it's, I'm guessing same it looks thing. exactly the same. same. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And then she built my mom, you know, her room. Mother-in-law suite. suite. Yeah, so it, it's worked out really well. And You just yeah. walked <clears throat> right into the next question. Thank you. I want to learn a little bit because everyone knows about Larry. And in and, and, and the hockey world, a lot of people know about Darby because his role with the Gophers and the Wild, all that stuff. But no one knows about St. Jane. And I'm <clears> guessing <throat> some of the stuff. She had not, Larry in a cash for nine months. Larry's coaching, you know, Apple Valley High School and coaching all over the place and involved as he was. 
I'm pretty sure she probably, you know, pulled her weight in the family and still does. Absolutely. Uh, just being married to Larry Hendrickson for 52 years. I mean, let's, give her, a, job, let's right? give her a standing O right there. I mean, it's, uh, she, uh, yeah, she was, she was just a wonderful mother, selfless, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm hoping everyone's mom is your mom. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. But she was awesome. She was the one that would drive us to practice when we couldn't get the neighbor to drive us. Uh, Larry, I don't think ever did, but ever uh, just a wonderful you ever coached like your peewee team. He, he would do a cameo every once in a while. <laughs> He'd show up and he would get on his knees and say, please communicate. But like, no, he, right. he was coaching himself. And he actually also, uh, uh, his father pushed him a little bit too hard. So he did the opposite with us oh, and let us it. go. Like he was, he was anti uh, being overly involved. But, um, but my mom, she's my boss. Uh, my real job's real estate, Hendrickson Homes. And yeah. she's 80 years old and she still. She still she, runs it. Yeah. And she. You got Larry eating vegetables and working out every day, you know, cancer, yeah, <laughs> dies of a heart disease. Right. She just smiled and was peaceful, and she's never had a real health problem. So that's um, yeah. awesome. So, All right, and then so then, how much is how much could Darby be involved if he's coaching eighty NHL eighty plus NHL games a year? Can he get involved? I see his he makes his cameos too, kind of like Larry at the uh, at the festivals and things like that but he can't be terribly involved and i know julie is probably like the social chair or something Absolutely. for the henderson foundation right is that a fair statement that is a very fair statement and uh yeah it's julie everybody has their role it's like a team you yeah know? and it's it's not all of our family it's you right know, we have hundreds of volunteers that are a part of everything all the programs have so many great leaders but julie is definitely a fun one and she'll do smaller events that bring people together and you know, they might go out for lunch and do what they do at those types of venues. But yeah, and then now, how do you know Julie? This is actually a good <laughs> is, one. Is this your pot or yeah, mine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Julie's uh, hired my oldest son, my oldest Jake, um, as their as their nanny for yeah. one summer. And so let's just call it ninety days, right? Yeah. I don't think uh, probably 87 of the 90 days I would get a Nolan story or, you know, some a story about one of the kids did this or that. It was absolute insanity at that house. Yeah. And it's not a job. I don't think, and Julie could, could debunk this. I don't think they've ever had a nanny for two consecutive summers. Let's just put it that way. You can I, only do it once. Yeah. She's got three crazy boys. But yeah, yeah. Absolutely we, we insane. Them. I love those guys. Yeah. I see them everywhere too. Yeah. Um, all right. So we got a little foundation going. You guys have something coming up here where you're involved. Talk, talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, and this is, this is kind of like a year round thing. Like you, there's always something for you guys to be involved in, right? Absolutely. So like this week to everybody across the state of Minnesota, it's give to the max. And of course we have a campaign. We've got an uh, awesome, uh, sponsor that, uh, the first 25 grand that we raise, going to be matched by uh, Jans Fowler, which... Nice. So if you're going to give, do it give now. now. Do yeah, it yeah. now. So, you know, it gets matched, but that's give to the max. Uh, it's coming up. You can see that on our social media. And then uh, this, uh, a week from, uh, excuse me, two weeks from Wednesday, November 30th, there's an outdoor hockey game at in Coon Rapids, and the Blue Ox play out there, but we've got a bunch of uh, former NHLers, a, b a bunch of the guys that work on Ballage, West Walls, Carter... Yep. you know, Parrish, uh, Miko uh, plans on being there and a bunch of other guys, but nonetheless, uh, we're going to have military guys, 
NHL greats, and then the Blue Ox. And we're going to do an outdoor game. It's going to be a first-class experience. And uh, uh, if you're looking to come, they're, they're the, it's open to the public, uh, limited to 1,000 people. But you go to OperationHealingHeroes.org, and that's one of the events we got coming up. But there's always something, and this will be a fun one for sure. You guys uh, raise money and then give money back. Is there... Uh, how does how does that go? How does that meeting go? Like how how do you choose who to give the money to or how to do it? Is that one of the hardest parts of your job? No, that's one of the easiest. Right? Really? Yeah, raising it's the hardest part, right? Oh, okay, yeah, All right, yeah. I like that. Well, it's not that you hard. make the raising look so easy. So right. I figured giving out would be hard. We've got some unbelievable partners, and and most people once they see the product, once they come to our festival in June, you know that's our highlight of our year. They see the impact it makes on so many people. And yeah, because they're all on display right there, yeah. playing. Yeah, right? it is. It's uh, just to jump into that. Last year, we hosted seventy teams from all over the country in all of the disciplines. We talked about minus deaf and hard of hearing. That'll be they're going to have a featured game this year for sure. But we had seventy teams, eleven hundred athletes. The whole weekend is free. We put on a, a giant reception for thousands of people, and. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, raising the money's fun. It's easy to ask for money for the foundation. Right. Like, if I'm like, hey, man, do you want to <laughs> give me some money? Like, yeah. Like, say I'm a financial advisor. That's it's hard. That's not fun. No. But asking for HF is easy-er, and then, you know, giving it out. But we do give the most to the Warriors. Okay. Uh, and then special is a bigger program, and so... You, you factor in, you know, the amount of players, the amount of the cost. I mean, the right. cost in sled hockey is more. Is more, so you factor it all in, and then, you know, blind and deaf and hard of hearing are smaller, uh, and they're right. growing. Yeah. But you know, for now, they get less. But it's, uh, yeah, it works out well, and you know, all the programs that we support, uh, they know that we give back as much as we can. We try to give back at least eighty-five percent. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, is there a dunk tank there? Because uh, if they have a, don't have a dunk tank, I recommend a dunk tank. You could raise a cool million just by sitting in that dunk tank. <laughs> well, you're you're a smart man. So what we had <laughs> is Special Olympics Minnesota. Yep. Tied into, you know, special. Yeah. Special. Yeah, absolutely. The community. And so they come out with their portable plunger. So it's like a big semi-truck. And then yes. everybody has their own little campaigns. And then half the money goes back to whoever raised it. And then Special Olympics Minnesota keeps the other half. That's so, pretty cool. But you're jumping in, and it's summer. So oh, this yeah. was the the, the uh, yeah, polar plunge. Yeah, but we we call it the solar plunge. I love that. Yeah, so that's and then we have Minnesota Wild, just a huge partner of ours. So they brought out like the shooting stations. They brought out the uh, you know like a floor hockey thing. So the Wild's been just an unbelievable partner, and that's one a great example where they bring out all the stuff they might have at the state fair or some right. spectacle that they're putting on. And they bring it all out for us. So this like, is a good place for them to use it. And, right. And use it for good. Right. right. Yeah. We like that. We like that logo too. We yeah. Like the wild. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. All right. Let's talk a little hockey. Yeah. Let's talk about your career uh, growing up. Darby's brother. Oh my gosh. I mean, uh, I mean, you were a good player too. I mean, I don't want to take that away. I, yeah. I, one of my favorite gophers. You were, uh, you were a hard to play against. If I think WCHA didn't like. Many of the members of WCHA didn't like playing against you. Talk about your career growing up. Uh, it was, it was, uh, I was drafted. I, I, I do yeah. like this story. Yes. Uh, I was drafted 173, uh, 173. The 174 pick was Andrew Brunette, uh, who's a buddy of ours. And so we found that out years later. But um, that's a good fact. <laughs> yeah, right. I like that. Yeah, I like be, that. Bruno and I played 1,120 games combined in the NHL. 
What round? I played zero. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Not I'm not trying to pick on round because of the number of teams right. back then versus what they are now. One seventy three still one seventy three, no yeah. matter what, right? right? What round was it back then? Seventh round. Seventh round, Seventh which round. sounds bad. Yeah. Right. But if you factor in now, one seventy three would be like fourth, fifth round, right? Fifth yeah. round pick. Who knows? Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. bad. Yeah, not that's bad. not bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I watch a lot of high school hockey. There's a lot of great high school hockey players. Fourth, fifth rounders coming out of right. the state. Yeah, like, it's kind of, you never you know? know either. Like, no, it's like you don't I, know. so I grew up in Richfield, loved it. Uh, high school, got to play with my brother for two years. We made it to the state tournament in 1991, beating those 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 dang Hornets. Yep. Uh, that was fun to beat them in the section finals. Then we. Did you beat them a lot as, as used to? You know, we, both Darby and I lost probably, you know, through Pee Wees and then in Bantams. I would like to say why well, I would I would like to say we had a winning record right. maybe post but maybe not like they were obviously always good but yeah. that was I mean everybody loves to hate Edina just like yeah. everybody loves I, to well, hate I grew up southwest you know right. well, exactly. tell me about right. that right of course but I know so many wonderful people from there. It's, <laughs> so do I. Right. It's like hating Packer fans. It's yeah. like, well, you're like my best friend so exactly. yeah, but I hate that's, the Packers. That's a good analogy. <laughs> I, I like that. Um okay so there had to have been. I love Richfield talking Richfield because there's so many good players and people don't realize it. I love telling like my son, like, yeah, Richfield, they're unbelievable. Richfield, yeah, no way. Right. They, they can't even like vision that, right? Um, talk be, besides obviously your brother. There were a lot of great players in that. You know, even going back to the what were the twins? I told the Juddings, the Juddings, the Juddings, yeah. Timmy Thomas, who you probably, you probably yeah, know quite course. well. Yeah. Um, dad was my coach. A lot of great players. Walk me through some of the, the Richfield greats in the seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah. So I mean, Steve, when you start ripping them up, like, okay, here's a Steve, go, go Steve Christoph. Steve Christoph. Did you know this? Did you know this, that he is the model for the Hobie Baker trophy. Is he really? That I did is, not know that. that. Is you know, Christoph. he grew up lifting weights in our, <laughs> oh, in I'm our garage. This, so, I, I'm shocked. This yeah, just in. Yeah. Wow, I, I mean, can't believe there's that. There's a reason he's not a footballer. I don't know why Hobie Baker wasn't on the... Right. Isn't the I, that's, Hobie, yeah, that's interesting. It's yeah. Him. So, yeah, Christoph obviously was a star and went on to, you know, be part of the miracle and yeah. obviously a great North star. And then... You know, I, I I know you like this guy, Damian Rhodes. Love him. Got so, a hat trick on him, by the way. I was just, yeah. <laughs> so Damian obviously had a great NHL career, but, you know, it was, it's interesting. And I know this, so I'll tell it for you. You got a hat trick for him. Was it right before sexual? Literally, final game of season, like February 8th. I We beat him 4 3. I had a hat trick. I didn't score that much. My senior year had a few more, but, but, uh, and then eight, nine days later, he's beating Edina. And he was rotating that yes. year, every other game. And then they got lucky in the first game of the quarterfinals of the sections. Yeah. And then they've got Edina, so they've got to keep him in. And I don't know if he's he just 60. kept rolling. And then I think they beat Minnetonka in the finals. Yep. But it is. He, he went from nobody to a star in ten days. In the state, that's the power of the state tournament. He is my claim yeah. to fame. He yeah. literally is my claim to fame. Yeah, that was yeah. So he was yeah. Him and Darby were good buddies too. And yeah, that you know our team had you know we had Brad Wilner, who went to Lake State, won national championships. Jason Williams uh, went to Vermont. Oh, I know Jason and quite then, well. And then so he's the captain of that team. And you probably know, but it 
was uh, on his team at Vermont. You had Tim Thomas, and yeah, then you had Martin St. Louis. And Martin St. Louis. I mean, they're yeah. Who was your captain in college? Well, <laughs> yeah. Jason Williams. Jason Williams. And his son's obviously a decent player Nicholas. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he just committed to Michigan Tech last yeah, week. Yeah, and so. they look exactly alike. It's oh yeah, actually funny. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But there's yeah, there's been a few players from Richfield. And, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's not. It was uh, the, just the juddings alone was right. just one after another. It's like there's another judding, you know. Right. They were. They were good players, and they've obviously given back to the game after yeah. as well. So, yeah. well, okay. What else do we want to rep? Let's 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 rip it off. I got a couple more minutes till we hit thirty. Yeah. So. What what do we like? What do we like? I oh. mean, I I could I could go any which direction on this one. I've heard. I don't know if it's a fact, and I've heard you're the best fisherman in the family. Is that true? Well, I, we've both been to the. <laughs> I would call it the greatest city in the world it and that's is. uh straight north and war road and uh what they do there what the marvin family does there you know to promote hockey and what what it's a, it's amazing how many players they've produced if you uh, combine the two towns of war road and rozo yeah it's spectacular i love that i mean if you four thousand people have generated yeah umpteen nhlers umpteen division right. one players four thousand i think it's two thousand they employ four thousand no i do know the fact i do know okay that. so, yeah. so war road is a a company of has eighteen hundred employees, no, eighteen hundred residents and twenty one hundred employees. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, it's amazing. So obviously everyone comes from all over, and yeah, they must treat there. their employees well. Oh, yeah, big time. But they're time. they have this. Uh, I love this story because I went up there a few years ago, and they've got a a guide for you, so you show up. You, they basically put the fish on the hook for you. <laughs> Pretty much. I've done it. Pretty I, much. I love but it. You fly up there and you're in a little plane, so you feel like you're cool and you're next yeah. to somebody that's more important than we Phil are. Housley. Yeah, exactly. Henry yeah, Boucher. Yeah, TJ Ochi. Literally, or, remember the Lauren Nelson Top 100? Yeah. I sat at a table one year with Henry Boucher, Larry Housley, and Mike Antovich. I'm like, do you realize like <laughs> you're three of the 10 best players of all time in Minnesota? And they're yeah. like, yeah, I guess we are. Yeah. You, know, they're, you know, the better they get, the more humble they are. Right. So, so there he was. That's just that event. It's amazing. Yeah. So you caught some big ones. So my biggest. I'm here. I think every year I'm there, you're always <laughs> lording over everyone with your fish count. That's why. yeah. So that year I. My biggest walleye prior to that uh, event was 26 inches. I caught five over 26 and three over 28, which in probably like two hours. A, yeah, which is considered a trophy. And it was just uh, like I said, the the person just. I mean, you're reeling them in, but it was, uh, that was, and I will say that one was funny because all the locals were like, that's an amazing, like, that's a that's lucky, fun good. day. Yeah, yeah. And so they called, they started calling Darby, uh, Danny's brother. Danny's brother. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's got a good feel to it. That's got a yeah. good feel to it. All right. We got to get you out of here. I really appreciate it. Uh, how does somebody find, let's get through this. How does somebody find uh, the Hendrickson Foundation online? Uh, HendricksonFoundation.com, uh, where it's a Hendy Foundation on social media. Uh, if you do want to uh, get involved, we've got a, a volunteer tab. If you want to make a donation, it's right there. We want to see what our upcoming events are. My phone number is on it. Call me directly. Also, if you if you want to just buy a hat, I know this Richardson that I'm wearing right now. We we get them printed for like eight, and Darby's wife does all the merch. Dana, yeah. superstar. And I think but she sells them for twenty five, so it's like a seventeen dollar donation if you go buy a hat yeah. or something else. But that's awesome. It's a neat organization, and uh, yeah. Well, we're lucky to have you. Good luck with yeah, everything. Thank you and, for and having great me. to have you. This is fun. Here, Danny yeah. Hendrickson from the Hendrickson Foundation. Well, that was a fun interview, Tony. It's all. It,
such a good foundation. Yeah, uh, the, I learned a lot about um, Danny. I learned a lot about the family, how it's a kind of a family-run foundation since their dad, Larry, who founded it, passed away. I learned some great stories about Larry on the show, obviously, and then before the show, too. And Danny's just a just a down-home uh, good old boy, you know, who's played a lot of hockey. He's around hockey all the time. Stories about his mom, St. Jane, they call her. Uh, we're pretty cool, too. And I've, I've gotten to know the family through through Darby and his sister, Julie. And it's just a, it's a good gang. You, you know the, the Hendricksons, too, a little bit, right? Well, yeah, through I know um, Darby's, Darby's wife. Dana. Dana. Dad. She gets a shout out on the sh- uh, on the uh, in so, the interview. So Dana's dad was a me- bud, right? Bud was yep. a member at Minnesota Valley forever, ever, and member down at the Arizona course where everybody was members too. And so he was in the group that I always caddied for. So I knew Bud and know Bud very well. Their cabin's up by ours as well. It's in the same town. It's on a different lake. Um, but then like ran into Darby in Balsam Lake. And my mom's like, oh, hockey, my son does stuff with – and then I turn around, and I'm like, oh, hi, Darby. Right, <laughs> right. My mom's like, oh, who's that? And I was like, oh. Okay. It's a great family. He's a coach for the wild. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't um, know this. They have an older sister named Christine oh. who's like the alpha of the family. Microsoft executive. She oh. kind of runs the back office of the whole foundation. Weird. She's the big sister that kind of drove them around and kind of helped out. And she's the adult in the room. Let's put it that way. It's well, thanks again to the Red Black League for sponsoring that. Um, Red Black League. Yeah, check out Red Black League. They just crowned their champion. Uh, this is a league that started as just kind of a dream for Brian Hansen and now it's turned into a reality for. Uh, a lot of kids all around the state to play kind of, for lack of a term, pick up hockey, but they track the stats. It's uh, it's a good experience, good way to meet new players. Um, there's a big, you know, chasm of, of, of players in this league. There's kids that are playing Jay Gold. There's kids that are playing junior hockey. There's kids that are playing all different walks of life. It's about 20 games um from in the spring uh and then maybe one little practice and it's just games and kids can get better it's a good way to stay you know active in the game without committing over committing yourself to other things and you can also play uh multiple sports as a result of it okay let's get to some class a time carl let's do the class a you want to read them but tony who what our class a's are brought to you by summon ortho Yes, thank you to Summit Orthopedics for their sponsorship. This year, we have a ranker doing our rankings. Not named Carl. I couldn't be prouder to have this guy part of our staff. Uh, His name is Eric Bruce. Uh, He currently lives in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, If you're looking for him, if you don't like your rankings, you can go to Lansing, Michigan and find Eric Bruce. (laughs) Googling that drive right Uh, now. Yes, that'd be fun. Um, Eric is a 2003 high school graduate. He played, I think it was maybe uh, North Metro there. I did the the research on this, Tony. You did? So. Let's hear so it. He, he went to Fridley, right? Yes. I think so, so yeah. Fridley was its own team until through the 2001 season. So his sophomore year, they would have been Fridley. Fridley. But then, uh, for the 2001-02 season, they merged with Brooklyn Center and Columbia Heights to become 
something called Tri-City. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And Tri-City ran for five years. Um, so that was would have been when our friend Eric was there. All right. Um, um, they're, and, they're, they got into the second quarterfinals once in 2004. That was their only winning season. And he sent me some stuff about one of his teams that he grew up watching, like in the mid '90s. That was a Brooklyn Center team that got beat yeah. in like the '96 section final by Matamidi before Matamidi was somebody. And I think that would have been. Yeah. I think that would have been one of the uh, uh, Jesse and. So this Jesse Sampere and that team oh, okay. from the from the yeah. mid '90s. So, um, uh, Demars, uh, Nate Demars, those guys were kind of mid mid '90s, mid to late '90s. So I think they might have knocked Brooklyn Center out. And he sent me this whole thing about it. What was what's really uh, fun talking to Eric today because we've we've had a lot of um, discussions via email but never have spoken on the phone. So today we actually spoke on the phone and the vibe I get from this guy, and he might join us on the show uh, throughout the year at some point, but his, I've never talked to somebody who's so into class a and, you know, Carl was his inspiration uh, for what Carl did. in oh. he, he, he pumped your tires. He loves our show. Let's not he, do that. He never misses our show, loves our show. And I've never met a guy who goes, yeah, when I come back and this is the best, this is why it makes him so great. I don't go to double A games. That's that's for others to do. I only watch. It's like it's like a, a specific type of wine. The only wine he drinks is Class <laughs> A wine. Chianti. And, yeah, he's that's, he's a very <laughs> specified guy on that. And then, so I thought that was pretty cool. And then, what made him the coolest? I thought was today. Uh, we were talking about something. He goes, yeah. And Bagley Foston. I think this will be one of the best Bagley Foston teams of all time. He said that today on the phone. I was yeah. like, I go, this guy, you're fitting right in with our mm-hmm. crew if you know that much about Bagley Foston. So you found your people. You have found your people. Uh, we couldn't have uh, be happier to have them. And the best part is, I told him today we are going to light you up like a Christmas. We're going to we're going to baptize you to the podcast. Oh yeah, because I read his rankings and he has. Hermantown number one, Eric. Welcome to the podcast. You're gonna get roasted. Like, Can I okay. say, yeah, that to Carl, who's number one? Number one, he says number one is Hermantown. <laughs> that's what he says. Can I say that's bull? That's terrible, Eric. Come on, do better. <laughs> that's the, do better. The clear number one. Is, he should be suspended. He, uh, we should do the wor- rankings next week. That's so bad. Before he even comes on. Before <laughs> he even gets on. Clear number one is War Road. There's no questions asked. They return. Pr- everybody. Yeah, everybody. Mr. And Hockey fi- finalist. You know, finalist. Favorite. Yeah. Mr. They, Hockey favorite. Two of the best juniors. Yeah. The, uh, the best goaltender. Two, goal- three, four. Yeah. Loaded. The, the best yeah. goaltender in the state, or yeah. at least one of them. One of the two, yep. And, and, and so, yeah, I, I'm just having a hard time right now. So am I. That. But, you so know, okay, who's number two in the state? But world's number two. Oh, oh, good. Ah, good, good. Hope good. it's not a deep golf between the two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Who's number three? Number three is Matamid High. I think he's reading old tapes of the Brooklyn Center game in the mid nineties. Ben Dardis isn't on their team anymore. <laughs> I'm glad that we got to Matamid because I've been waiting forever. For, When's the last time Ben Dardis hasn't been the goalie for this team? He was a years. freshman four years. starter. Yeah, four years. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, it's crazy to think. Before I don't even know COVID. who the goalie is. I don't even BC. know who their goalie is going to be. 
Yeah, yeah it is before Dardis. <laughs> CBD. Uh, you're right. Um, okay, I'll give you Monomedi. Fine. Okay, Fine. Who's, who's next? East Grand Forks, number four. I like that. I think they should be three, but. Yeah. But yep, I like there's that. There's talent. Yeah, like there's that. a ton there's of talent, talent and yep. we'll get to that. Five. Five. Number five is Orno. See, and I'll describe this. Orno is primed right now for a really good year, and I, their schedule is shaping up that way. I still like Delano better. Sure. I, I get that. Okay. Mm. Number six, Alexandria. Yeah, I was where I was going next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is okay, but he must not like Delano. They are number seven. Okay, all right, and then Northfield eight maybe. There are. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Even he. Who's number nine, Tony? Hey, hang on. He complimented me on that. By the way, I got a little shout out too. He goes, "Yeah, you were." Oh. I said, "Yeah, you were up on Minneapolis before I was," and he goes, "You were up on Northfield before I was." So we kind of traded sure. notes on last year. Sure. Ooh, are we <laughs> on nine or eight? Yeah, nine. Um. Uh, God, we talked today about a lot of teams. It's Goldfish not, over here. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. Providence. Yes. I And Providence had a very strong season last year. And he had some bias yeah. to that, too. He's like, I just want to see new blood, you know, and it would be fun to see <laughs> Providence. So I think that's why he hasn't. And they have a lot sure. of talent there, too. So, ten. And then 10. 10. St. Cloud Cathedral, I bet. Yep. Yes. Yep. I did not read him. I swear. I, I just kind of based on our conversation. Who do you think he has at eleven? Uh, probably Little Falls. Hibbing. They're twelve. Hibbing. Is Hibbing is. Hibbing. 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 He's a little. He's Rockford a, is top fifteen too. Yep. He's a little early on Hibbing. Hibbing is going to be amazing yeah. in a few years, but there's way too early. Okay. Yeah. I think. Let's let's run through um, some Class A now that we're on it. Um, section one A. Uh, defending champions New Prague um, do return um, John Schmidt, Willie Seymour, and Braden Wotis. Wotis? Wotis. Um, their schedule, they play Northfield, Benilde, Orno. That's just, you know, not really that interesting. Yeah, that that's a get going from okay. Carl. Yeah. Okay. And then um, Northfield, um, the other team in this section, lose Spencer Klotz, but also returns Caden Kaiser um, or Camden Kaiser, Caden Munson, Ty Funk. I don't think Munson's coming back. You don't think he's coming back? Mm-mm. Okay, sorry about that. No, that's right. Um, there's, they have a deeper schedule this year, which is actually Matamidi, Orono, Delano, East, and Mankato East, and Monticello which Monticello yeah. might have a so-so year, but it's still a decent schedule yep. for North. And they're field. hard. We talked to yeah. Coach yep. about that. It's hard to get games down there. Yeah, it really is. That, that, that schedule really helps. You, know, you look at a team like Albert Lee has reached really talent too, but you know they just play so few good teams. Right. What's 2A look like? Um, I, I'm got Northfield. Anyone going to be I off got, of that? I got Northfield. No. They're returning too much points from last year too. Yep. yep. Um, two, two a, a is like loaded. It is, and it always is too. So Delano, um, Drew Dorsey returns in net. Willie Brown, your boy Tony. Yeah, I love that kid. Um, 
he's going to be their top forward. They do lose Gunnar Paulson and Jesse Peterson, two of their point getters last year. Um, they'll play War Road early in the season. Um, East Grand as well. Hermantown, Northfield, Lakeville South, Chanhassen, Matamidi. They have a good schedule this year. Yep. Um, you look at Orono. Orono also has a good schedule. They return Brock Payton, their goaltender, Br- Bradley Walker, Avery Anderson. Their schedule is Northfield, Alex, New Prague, Hermantown, Warrow, Providence, Chanhassen, Gentry, Cathedral, Benilde. It's a pretty good schedule. Yeah. Um, and then Providence, as we mentioned before, they return Johnny Hendrickson, Andrew Owens, Louis Wayman. Wayman, thank you. I didn't you. have to read it. I yeah. knew that was coming. <laughs> yep. He's a good player. And so, Speaking of the 2019 Pee Wee tournament, <laughs> he was an Arnold kid. They won Everything state. cycles back. It does. It's crazy. Providence actually plays War Road this year. They'll play Orono, Blake, Delano, Gentry. Providence plays War Road? And the fam, too. Wow. Yeah, so that's, that's that where it's... That is an awesome game. Yeah. Because it kind of tells you what 2A can do against it's, how strong 2A is because we're yeah. going to see how they play against each other yeah. all year. If they go up, up to World, because it has to be up to World, because World only is here for like 24 hours the whole Yeah, the whole it's really annoying. And I think it's during Thanksgiving, so it's going to be... The game of the year this year, um, the War Road it's Hermantown in Hermant- game. It's in War Road, Road yeah. and it's um, January 15th, I want to say. It's I know, I'm going to be there the week before. I'll be, yeah. I think I'm going to drive up there for that one. I'll try to convince you to do it. <laughs> I'll be back. Okay. I'll try. I'll try. Okay. I'll, I'll pick up somebody. Be fun. Um, I, I got Such, Orono. Is it a Saturday? Yeah. Oh. I know. I I got okay. Orno in this one. Uh, this That's who you're picking, Orno? Yeah, I'm not Their going against too Delano. Deep. I'm going against Del- I'm gonna go Delano. Carl, I'm I'm gonna go Orno for giggles. Wow. Okay. What about three A? Three A is weaker. Um, this is Mankato East. It's gonna be Mankato East. Um, Anyone else besides West in that section? And East even has a weak schedule. They just play Alex like Cathedral Field. Yeah, it's. It's not really great, okay? Yeah. Right. I still pick it, East It wasn't competitive out. last year. So. Yeah. But, but East plays in the big nine, don't they? They do. So, so I they're going to get wanna Northfield and the, Manca- it, and, and, and the, the Rochester. and the Rochesters. So they'll get good competition there. They have steady competition. Yep. Uh, the better yeah. competition than the remainder of 3A. And I think we're all in agreement that East is coming. Mankato East will come out of 3A. Um, yes. For 4A... Matamidi is obviously still the team to beat. Um, David Wolfsfeld, Charlie Draghi, Carter Haycraft return, but obviously a big loss. That's a good. That's some good talent up there. It is yeah, good they have a lot of skaters. I'm worried about the D and the goalie, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, that, those are complete reversal questions, question yeah. marks. Complete. Yeah. And you remember I was telling you about Hill Murray, the Hill Murray ads of all their eighth and ninth years. Lots and lots of double A. High-end elite players have left the Matamidi and gone to Hill. Lots, yeah. like five or six. So their schedule is obviously very tough. We've mentioned them a lot. Northfield, Little Falls, Benilde, East Grand, War Road, Hill, St. Thomas, Stillwater, Creighton, EP, Hermantown, Delano. They're going to be a 500 or close to team. Yep. Um, but yep. they will be ranked in state more than likely. Yes. Um, 5A, 
Uh, it's more this cathedral this year than most. Um, John Hurstfield. Good player. Um, Feld, uh, sorry. Yep. Um, Brandon Hemmer, Vince Gephard, um, big players for them. They play Warhog, Cambridge, Delano, Mankato East, Hermantown, Alex Orono, Providence, East Grand, Holy Angels, Monticello. You notice how these Class A teams are playing each other? Yeah, did they have any double plays yeah. besides, think, you know. Uh, only Holy Angels was the big. Only name. one, okay. Yeah. All right. Right. And then Little Falls, you know, losing Hayden Johnson due to graduation. Yep. But return Matt Philippi, Carter Oathouse. 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 Matt Cooper, or, uh, yeah, Matthew Cooper, who was a so- uh, freshman last year. Um, he was good. He, he was really good. Um, but this team still – I. Has a lot to prove. I think uh, they're, they're not going to Dairy Queen. They're not the, going to Dairy Queen. Not going right to Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. They have a decent schedule, but I think it's still. And if they end up at Dairy Queen, we'll I'll, go to Dairy I'll, Queen. I'll dump some Dairy Queen on my head. Yeah, we'll do that. That'll be fun. Um, but Cathedral is kind of who we're seeing out of this section. The six A um, Alex returns Tyler Clunt. Uh, Clut. Uh, I'm just, so bad at names. Just. Fire. Moving I on. I think it's Clute. Clute. K-L-U-D-T. Yeah. Clute. Oh, thank you. Right. Joe Lampsky, Leo. Leo. Coppolin. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even looking at anything. I know who this kid is good. Uh, yeah. uh, but they have a weaker schedule this year. They play Orono, Little Falls, East Grand, Mankato East, Cathedral, and DL. And that's Okay, it. so I, I, I'm not playing dumb here. Uh, yeah. Who's in that section that can Fergus? I mean, Fergus isn't going to challenge. No, because Isaac right? Johnson. No, Isaac there. Johnson. Like the good old days of this they section. They broke it up. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Point, they, like, yeah. Like now we're five seeing five the, the stronger one. Now we're seeing yeah. the ramifications. Of this is Northern in this. Northern's in this yeah, one. Yeah, they're in this. And they're one. good. Yeah. They're, remember now, their bantam Classic team. Guy has them at number two. Their bantam team finished second last year in state. Yeah, I. So I think the Lightning, they got a new coach. I still think they're the two seed in here, and they're they, the two seed. I don't know if they're as strong as Alex. I don't see it. Mm. Not right now. Not so, after Alex went to state last yep. year. Yep. I just don't see that. Okay, um, seven is okay. Ob- uh, okay. We're done with seven A uh, <laughs> and eight. <laughs> and eight, we're done. Uh, you know, like uh, no. So Hermantown does lose a couple plants and. Um, uh, Ty Hansen, but they do return. <laughs> There's a couple <sighs> plants. How about any carpeting or no. yeah. shingles on the roof or just some plants? plants. Just some plants. <laughs> right. um, Dan Callaway and that, Georgie Peterson, Kate Kohansky, Dallas Veyu. Um, Still a damn good team. Obviously the mm-hmm. best um, schedule in Class A with S- Creighton, Hill, Centennial, Orono, Delano, East Grand, EP, <laughs> Cathedral, War Road, Moorhead, St. Thomas, Montemedi, Benilden, Grand Rapids. How so, many Class A teams do they play? Not that many. <laughs> so here's a, again, and I don't like to do the transit of property between squirts and high school because that's way too hard. But a little yeah. known fact is just, just, Hear me out. I was looking at the Squirtacular Trophy, and um, this group, Evan Gunderson, Dallas View, George Peterson, all those kids, they won the Squirtacular. I mean, they, I mean, they were talking, they beat the Danny Nelson, Ossie Maple Grove. They beat all the top teams and won the Squirtacular. With, and guess what? No Zamplant, no Max Plant, 
No uh, Hanson. None of those guys were on the team. They were already a year ahead of them. I think there's something to these guys being just kind of waiting and kind of had the, mm-hmm. the plant cloud and the Hanson cloud above them. Now that cloud comes off, you're going to see a very good hockey team. A number one ranked team? Mm, I, I'm just saying. I, I think they'll be good. Put it this way: uh, not to compare uh, girls and boys hockey, but we had world way ahead of Proctor Hermantown going into last weekend, mm-hmm. and that thing went to overtime. I think it's that sure. close. I think it might be a 51-49. I think it's a little bit closer than we think. It's worth driving to War Road. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of War Road and eight. Uh, I, I'm not going to mention Hibbing. I still think Hibbing's a far away in seven. So that's oh, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. They're, they're good Bantams are still Bantams. Right? Yep. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Um, 8A War Road. We got uh, everybody pretty much except for Damon Gardner and Carson Reed that's coming back. So you have Hampton, Slukinski, and that. Jason Shagaby, um, Eric Comstock, Ryan Lund, Murray Marvin Cords, um, Carson Pilgrim. I, I just think the goaltending, I mean, obviously the top two lines are fantastic. I just think the goaltending with Hammer is the huge, huge Leaps stratifier. And Leaps and mm-hmm. bubbles. Stratifies this team from from Thief, DL, and, and East, East Side. Even East Crab, yeah. Um, yeah. War Road will play Wyzetta this year. That's kind of one of the abnormalities. Um, which I love of, it. And Wyzetta. Maybe they're, the maybe they're the ones who replaced Hermantown. Wah, wah, wah. They're going <laughs> They're going up there for that game too. Yeah, they played it. last year as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but uh, East Side, so Caden Schmeigberg, 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 um, Brock Schultz, Grady Magner. Um, they do lose Jackson Panzer, who was ninety percent of their points last year, but they will, you know, fill that in too. Um, they have a very good schedule, as you've heard me mention a lot of them. Uh, throughout already yeah. tough hill to climb for war road thief um the other team connor roth um and Ned tyson loffler and jace erickson it's but, good good team but they lose brendan botten yep the goalie not the goalie the um the good forward that they had bottom bottom he graduated that was the goalie no 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 was, okay yeah he was good too. he was good they had a forward yeah, on that team yeah, last that, year. I was at that was. section final. Yeah. I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. yeah. who is this kid? Yeah, that's I remember who, that. That's who really that was. Good. Okay, smokes. that's that's what I got for Class A, Tony. All right, who we who we picking? Uh, World or... Um, I'm going Herman War Road Tom. this year. I'm going War Road. Okay. I, I know he's not going to pick... He's picking Hermantown. Hermantown. There's no way he'll pick Hermantown. He hates Hermantown. He's from Duluth East. Look, see that little thing yep, right there? Yep. That's a yep. Duluth East sweater. He's yep. not picking Hermantown. And they stole their goalie. Okay. Stole their goalie. <laughs> goalie Steelers. Like he's not taking the goalers. Yeah. He's not taking the goalie Steelers. Who are you taking? Carl? Hermantown. Oh. Oh, he took the goalie Steelers, yeah, huh? Yeah, took the goalie Steelers. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'm going to take the goalie Steelers, too. Okay. I'll go there War go. Run. There I'll go. go War Run. I just think there's something to that. Yep. I just think there's something to that. Okay, there's some good games, as we alluded to earlier. Um, you have seven minutes to talk about good games. So. Uh, okay, so the Turkey Trot, Maple Grove, Edina, Oof. Moorhead, Wyzetta. The opener, which has Chaska and Lakeville South, and 
Friday Night Ice, which will squeeze in, is yep. uh, um, St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Cretan. And then we have the East St. Thomas game the next The Tonka day. Hockey Thanksgiving Preview Tournament is Chan, Andover, Mayo, um, and Tonka. That's good. I like the, that. The Charity Shields one is. We've already talked about that okay. one. Centennial is. Tournament is Centennial Stillwater. We've already Plain. talked about okay. that, too. Other games going on that's not that would be White Bear Lake, Duluth East. East Grand Forks Gentry on Friday and War Road versus Delano on Friday. Other games yeah. going on on Saturday are War Road St. Cloud Cathedral and East Grand Forks Delano, which I will probably be at that one and not the, the other Delano game. Yeah. Just because of timing, because I can't be at five places at once. Regardless, like to be. I would very much like to be. All right. Okay, that is, that is what I got. Tony, let's talk about Friday Night Ice. Friday Night Ice is fast approaching. We are coming up on doing it. We're doing a practice run uh, this Saturday night at Bloomington Ice Garden. It's also a really good cause to uh, a kid from Jefferson named Ethan Glynn was paralyzed at a football game this fall, and they're doing a another round of fundraising for Ethan and his family. He's out in Colorado right now being treated and going through a bunch of uh, surgeries and, and rehabilitation out there, and they're doing a fundraiser. So we're going to do a practice game uh, for Friday Night Ice. So I'm excited about that. Greg and Moss and all the gang will be at a Bantam AA game treating it like Friday Night Ice with replays and TV timeouts, the whole deal. So who's just, the, who's we're just playing practicing. that game? It's yeah. Jefferson and Chaska Chan, so it'll be a good game. They okay. were, they're pretty <laughs> even teams, so it'll be good. Um, so that's that. I'm excited for what we're going to pull off where we have lots of production between now and next Friday at 7 o'clock. Well, we're doing some stories on the – uh, we're doing a, doing okay. a story. Could, I'm just going to tell you, we're doing yeah. a story on Rand, okay. uh, his first year. That'll be one of the special interest stories. And the other is, when's the last time Cretan's beaten St. Thomas? I we're was gonna, there. We're going to build that one up. I believe it was hmm. uh, Nick 2013. Reese's, 2013? Yeah, that team. Well, we'll f- no, it was I'll, 2014. Been that long. It's yeah. been a long time. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, one quick note. Um, I'm just going to do some YHH stuff here. Uh, we've ordered our player of the year jerseys. We've ordered our player of the year jerseys. We haven't ordered the names on the back of them yet. So our boys and girls player of the years will be announced the Sunday of Mr. Hockey. So we'll do our announcement that same day after our final show. We'll also do our player of the year interviews here. Uh, so a gig, like if Max Strand had won Mr. Hockey and won our award yeah. before he made his way back to Rosa, we will, capture this these kids and then we'll obviously have the girl announced the night before yeah. notified and she'll we'll get her in here as well and we'll do our double boys and girls high school player of the years that sunday so i'm pretty excited and then we'll obviously then put get the name badges ordered the week of and sewn on and hand out that way as opposed to having to wait for the jerseys we would announce our winner and then wait for the six weeks for the jerseys until may 1st and we kind of lose the steam so i'm excited to have built a different way to hand out that award this year. So I'm excited. Okay. So Friday night ice where? Uh, at Bloomington ice garden, tune in at six 30 for our pregame show. And then obviously watch the game. And then after the game, we'll have a post game show with like scoreboards for giving out college, other high school and, um, uh, youth scores as well from around the state that obviously one of the busiest days of the year, uh, in the, on the whole youth and if high school I, scene. If I wanted to go in person, 
you could come to the building and go okay. in person. Or if you are a Creighton or St. Thomas fan, you can buy them from the school. Um, that yeah. Wednesday, there'll be tickets that go on sale at schools. So we've already pre-sold uh, hundreds of tickets to each school. Okay. Just uh, make sure you don't fall in the snowbank when you get there. Yeah, it's very slippery out there. <laughs> um, anything else of note with that? All I have left is a huge shout-out to you guys for helping build up this product to what it is today. I'm really appreciative of you guys, appreciative to our sponsors. We got this great new producer, Kayla. She is kicking butt. We have all these great clips uh, that are going on social media. People love the product. We love our sponsors, Summit Orthopedics. Love the food at Jack's Cafe. And we've, all, we've always our- been loving on the Red and Blacks. We love the the people who help on the Run Black League. So can't wait to see everybody. To it. It's gonna be a blast. I can't wait to. It's we're about what ten days away. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna get there. Yeah. For Danny Ryan and Carl East, I'm Tony Scott. We'll see you guys around the rink. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring